You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Man, I've been waiting all day to do that. Hello. It's like I can't wait to get over to Tyler's and do that. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. It's true. It looks like it's true. It's true. <laughs> Welcome to Tad Pog. Tyler and Dave. And Ian. Play old games. Today, we're just talking about the just the ripest gem, virtual Bart. The most unplucked fruit. <laughs> the most bruised grape. The most unnetted ham. <laughs> Tend the mo- most tinned ham? Yeah, virtual Bart. Virtual Bart. Curtis Soar Simpsons. Series saga. It's Simpsons month, y'all. Did you know that? It's, it's Simpsons September October. September? No, that doesn't sound right at all. Simpsons September. Sure. Yeah. Spooky season, as the old folks say. So before we dive into the 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 virtual sphere, what have you guys been up to? Did you know that they're bringing Fraser back? Yes. I just found this out the other day. It looks very weird. It looks weird. It looks it, super weird. Tell me the, about it. The commercial had me kind of chuckling a little bit, though. It was like, what? I don't know. It might actually not yeah. be terrible. What it's looks on weird. It, it's on Paramount. Okay. Plus. Uh-huh. And. Like, it's coming out on Paramount? Yeah. Plus? Okay. Yeah. And it's, in, he's moved, he's moved to Boston. Yeah, he's back in Boston. Okay. To be with his son, his grown son. Okay. Although Frederick is not weird, he's totally normal. He's just a dude, yeah. And somehow I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> and Frazier is somehow more neurotic than mm-hmm. ever. He's the neurotic version of his dad to the normal beer and pretzels version of his son. Yeah. So it's the inverse of the Frazier formula. Yeah. So and that's really all there is to it. I mean, it's just it's more of the same, just in Boston. Widescreen and with format? a completely different Are they cast. Four three aspect ratio. <laughs> no, it's wi- it's widescreen. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I just thought I'd ask. I figured if anyone would have heard, you oh, would have. I, I did. I was just like, I don't know. There are no familiar faces, at least not in the the previews. So it's just Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Which as I, far I as like I can tell, I like him too. But that supporting cast on Frasier. That's like, what made the show. Yeah, they really did. They really did. Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, the no Niles is a. The pr- That's a big is that I a bet, confirmed? Like, I, I mean, he's, 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 he's not in any of the previews. Man, they're probably hopefully, gonna, yeah, he does. They're probably going to do that shit where like there's a revival of a show and like each episode, like a supporting cast member oh, from the old show shows yeah. up. Which I BB Newworth, everybody. I hate that because it always feels so like yeah, like manufactured. Like, which I mean, obviously it is. It's a sitcom, but at the same time, it's like I just kind of like it when everybody's together and you like interact. I want to get to know the people I'm going to have to watch every week if I'm going to commit to this show. Weird Arrested Development season where every yeah, yeah, that's that's. 
definitely one of the one of the shows that I was referencing in there. But it's not the only one guilty of that. No. No, definitely not. Um let's see. Tried to fill up the hole this week a little yeah, bit. Yeah, nice. good. Stretch it out. It, it shrunk filled. down. It's too tight now. You gotta loosen it up. You gotta loosen it up. It's just like a it's like a virgin Get stretch. <laughs> it's the very first time. It's <laughs> what Chris Black and I used to call it. We go out for lunch and eat a bunch. We call it get stretched. Ooh, that tracks. And we'd ask people if they want to come get stretched with us. <laughs> and and if they said yes, you then would go and get stretched go and together. Get stretched together. <laughs> Usually at uh Los Amigos. That does happen mm-hmm. when you go there. It's easy to get stretched get that, get at Los that, Amigos. Get that good stretch at <laughs> Los Amigos. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> get stretched at Los Amigos. All those Amigos. <laughs> More than three. All those, <laughs> all those friends. Uh, okay, so a little bit of everything. The Ahsoka season finale happened uh, this week. That was... High recommend for me. I, I remember you you mentioned. I do. It. I'm going to reiterate. I'm surprised my, it's over already. My four stars. Only eight episodes. Oh. It's so short, and they leave you hanging. Yeah, and they will leave you really wanting more, like a good, good, beefy cliffhanger. And so uh, again, All right, Ahsoka, that was a wonderful battle. Now it's time for our orgy. Cut the credits. God, I wish. <laughs> There are a lot of lovely ladies in that show. Anyway, uh, I stick very high, very much to my four-star gun guns there. Wiz and Sage says, check it out. Um, Only Murders in the Building season finale happened. That was a unbelievably good season because it started out kind of weak, uh, in my opinion, and then it got really strong really quickly and stayed strong. It was just a little bit of a different formula than the last two seasons, which is good. They mixed it up. Um, but, again, a, another solid four-star show. Um, for anyone that hasn't picked up on it yet, it's on Hulu. Give it a watch because it's it's Steve Martin, Martin Short, and Selena Gomez at their finest. It's good stuff. Um, another show I watched on a goof – the Continental. This is the Continental, as in the John Wick Continental. Oh, okay. It's the hotel yeah. from John Wick. Okay, I saw a thumbnail uh, for that. This this story. This is a three part series. Each part's about an hour and a half long, uh, which is the origin story of one of the of Winston, the one that runs the Continental in the John Wick movies. Okay, um, not the gorilla from Overwatch. I, not yet. He might be in the finale. Be pretty nice I don't crossover. <laughs> could be nice. This is how Overwatch starts. It begins in the in the mid seventies, uh, in in mid seventies New York, and then somehow question mark question mark question mark. Step four Overwatch. It needs to happen. I, I'm ready for that Overwatch. <laughs> I'd love, I'd love to see that to make a return. John Wick Overwatch crossover. But anyway. Um, this one, I thought, okay, you know, this is going to be a pathetic cash grab. This is going to be kind of, it's unnecessary. We don't need it. No one asked for it. It's on Peacock. Um, but I was totally wrong about that. It was, it has been excellent. Cool. Um, the last part, by the time this airs, the last part will have, will have happened. But, uh, so... 
anyone interested can watch all three parts um, as of the time of as of the time of the airing of this episode. Um, but we watched at it. We watched the first two episodes last week, and we're Tanya and I were both just hooked uh, immediately. They keep the flavor strong. They keep it interesting. The entire cast is good. The action is plentiful and awesome, just like John Wick. You know, they keep it's it's that universe. They keep the style the same. It's very. Very well done, especially considering I thought it was going to be kind of a just another cash grab without any real substance. But uh, it's very, very much worth the watch. Cool. Uh, for more stars, uh, Wiz and Sage says, check it out. Twelve goddamn stars so far. We're still, we're still going. Okay. Um, I started watching Jujutsu Kaisen on Crunchyroll. It's um, a big one. I've enjoyed it. So far, I'm I'm only about maybe ten episodes into season one. Um, I put I put Psychopath down for a little while, not because I don't like it, just wasn't scratching an itch for me. I wasn't in the mood. Wanted to change it up. Just wanted to change it up a little, so sure. I switched over to this because I've been wanting to watch it for a while. Um, pretty standard stuff, but I've again, if it if you like Demon Slayer, if you like My Hero, if you like. And it's done by Mappa, so it's got it's got that Mappa feel sure. to it, you know, Chainsaw Man, Attack on Titan, all those things. What's uh, 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 Hell's Paradise? What's the premise? I don't I don't know what the premise is. It's a wildly popular anime. I have no idea what it's about. <clears throat> so the whole thing centers around. This is a, just another good versus evil kind of deal with this one guy who didn't know. What he had, he he just happened. He happened. The main character happens to be super strong. He's super strong just naturally. Like, and then at one point he encounters these what's called curses, and they're they're these creatures, demons, whatever you want. They're curses that normal people can't see, but they create problems and havoc and chaos all over the world. Okay. And there's this group of sorcerers that. Um, originate from the Jujutsu High School uh, in Tokyo, and they are trained to fight the curses and okay. to fight. And there's this one king of all curses, and the names of these characters and things elude me. King shit of fuck mountain. It, but in this case, he is that's, king that's shit king of, king fun, of fuck mountain. <laughs> Uh, but I so I can't get you give you all the names, but that doesn't really matter. So the king of all curses, who has been who was more or less defeated several centuries ago, uh, one of the one of the things that happened was he's got four arms and all of his fingers were removed from his hands and scattered around the world, and those fingers power curses in some things, and at one point. This they use curses, they use cursed magic to protect schools and things like that. So if you protect a place with a really super strong curse, then weaker curses can't come in to affect to affect the school or the students or the patients in a hospital. Or okay, but it's something. still cursed. It's still cursed. But it's just it's just an object. It's not like an active like curse that 
can do anything. It's gotcha. a cursed object as opposed to a curse. Okay. A cursed creature, if okay. you will. So these, uh, so the cursed can't like spawn there, right? And generally, the the fact that this is a so that this there's this one school where the where the hero goes, the main protagonist of the show goes. It's a regular school, but outside the school, in a small box, about thirty or forty yards away from the building, is one of these fingers of this king of all curses. And so it's a really powerful curse, and when there's a really powerful curse at play, lesser curses won't come on the property. Okay. Like, they'll stay away. But it also has the unfortunate side effect of attracting curses to it. It's a strange dynamic. But anyway, at one point, this kid and his two of his friends are in this. They have a club, which is like the ghost club or the paranormal club, or whatever, and he gets wind of the fact that this cursed object is there on campus, so he finds it and gives it to this girl uh, who opens it. And meanwhile, the one of the people from the t- Jujutsu High School has got wind that this is about to happen, so he's trying to get to the school to stop it, and it's too late. She opens the finger and... A giant curse spawns from it and threatens to kill them all. But this dude, the main character, who is super strong and has no fear and has no... He has just lost his grandfather, and the last thing his grandfather said before he died was take care of people or help people that need help. You know, And so he took that literally. And so he goes and tries to fight this thing. And in the process of fighting it, he like punches it in the gut and the finger flies up in the air and he and he eats it. He gulps it down. Well he's sorry, reflex. He yeah, <laughs> he eats it. And so now he is he is a it turns out he is a vessel. He didn't know any of this, but he's a vessel that's capable of containing a curse. And so they were going the people they he stops the bad attack and saves his friends and then the guy that had come to to fight to do to deal with this to begin with uh-huh. uh says well we got to take you back to jujutsu high school cuz you need to be executed immediately and he's like well fuck you you know i'm not you know fuck you <laughs> i just ate a gross finger fuck you in other words yeah and he's like so then they work it out, though. They determine, well, if he's capable of handling any of this king of all curses, they've been looking for all this guy's fingers forever, trying to get it all in one place so they can destroy it. It's 20 fucking fingers. If you count thumbs. Are we counting thumbs? Yeah, we are. We are. Uh, and so they decide he's, they're just going to use him to eat up all the fingers. But as he... The first one he eats, he's now inhabited... He now shares his body with the king of all curses. Okay. And so from time to time, it will come out of him and inhabit his body. Sometimes it's like talks to him as a mouth on the side of his face. Uh-huh. Uh, but sometimes it'll take over his body and just... And at some point, he gets hurt and has to make a pact with the king of all curses. And the king says, I'll keep you alive and here's the, here's the deal. And he sets out his terms, and they accept. And so now he's got this guy in him. 
who is working through him to try to get back, but the kid can contain him without effort. He can just like revert back to his normal self at any point. So they don't understand why he's so good at this part of the job. He, they don't know why he's able to do it for such a com- utterly powerful curse. So um, anyway. So what happens when he eats more fingers? He gets more powerful. Well, more the, the, the demon, the curse inside of him gets more right, powerful. Right, that's what I would think. But At he some continues, point, eat 20 fucking fingers, like he's he continue, probably That's the idea. <laughs> and so the school has made the deal with him. It's like, you can stay alive as long as you are helping us consume and contain these fingers. But once you become when, the curse king... Once you get all of them, you're going to be executed. And he agrees to that. It's a metaphor for work culture. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but he agrees to that. And so that's kind of the that's kind of the deal. Is his he's hunting down all these Well, how can they fingers. kill him once he has all of them? Good that's question. The logic probably Good like, question. Sure. You can kill me. Wink wink. So I think this came out in 2019 and the third season, the most recent season just wrapped. So I'm sure we've still got a long way to go before we find out, you know, what that is. But um, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the banter. It's a weird. It's got these weird little asides at the end, like um, so many, especially the Shonen Jumps titles are fond of doing. They'll have this little tag of some random. There was one point they were all together and one guy was showing off his ability to hold his phone between his face and his shoulder while he was on a call. It's like, I bet you can't do it. And they all started trying to do it and they all dropped, one of them dropped their phone and broke it. It had nothing to do with anything, you know, but uh-huh. it's just sort of a, sort of to be expected. Sure. It And it does sort of serve to break the tension because it's, it's dark. Yeah. I mean, it's not a... They tried it. It's it's lighter than like I think it's lighter than Demon Slayer, no less violent. But I think there's more of an air of it's kind of like the way Chainsaw Man is super dark and scary and what the fuck. But they keep it light, right? With the slice of life moments, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like that. But yeah, I do. I I recommend that one. So far, I'm I've given it a solid three stars. I'd say check it out, and uh, anyone that's watched it wants to talk about it, let me know. I'm always on the Discord. Um, I got one more thing. We watched this movie at random the other day that came on. It just happened to come on. It was a horror film called Bitch Ass. Sounds great so and far. It was basically this. There's this house. Where this old lady lived with her son, with her grandson, and she died. And there was rumor that they had all this money and stuff in there. So this gang leader dude in the neighborhood, who's been the, he's been like he's like a legacy gang head of the gang, recruits his new recruits to run go and rob the place. But it's rumored to be haunted by bitch ass, <laughs> who is this dude who was bullied a lot in high school, but he loved games. He loved like all things games. And so he even like dug himself out a game room when he was a kid and his grandma let him have a game like 
room that was like a dugout basement. Uh, but he was bullied and bullied and bullied and then um, became this murderer. And if you go to the house, you know, his whole deal is he'll catch you and force you to play a deadly game of something like Connect Four or Battleship. But they're not, they're like, Connect Four is like a giant wall-sized board with big wooden pegs, and the final round, you use your hands, and there are like guillotine <laughs> blades up at the top, and if you lose, you get your hands and your head cut off. Uh, I bet that doesn't happen. I was, I was laughing. <laughs> so Because, you know, a lot of times, especially these types of sort of Low budget movies, horror movies, just have the worst acting and the worst everything uh -huh. in them, and they're only good to make fun of. This one I actually liked yeah. a lot, and what? I thought that the dynamic and the dialogue between the people who you don't, no one in it is anyone you recognize, mm -hmm. but. I thought it was the dialogue and the stuff between the the people was awesome. I thought they really put on kind of a believable show, and I, it kind of surprised me. I'm interested. The I would watch it. I recommend Bitch Ass. I do, I'm giving that one a, a solid three stars just because it surprised me. And, and there's an inevitable appearance at the very end by Tony Todd, a.k.a. the Candyman, uh, who is like, in this, in this case, he's like the role of kind of a crypt keeper. Mm -hmm. uh, telling the story of bitch ass, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but the, he's the only one in the movie that, like, even slightly was familiar to me. Uh, no one else in the movie was, but I do recommend it. It was a fun. It was a fun watch, and I, we found our Tanya and I both were like, I was like, that was actually not bad, right? And she's like, no, actually, it wasn't bad, you know. So. It's funny, it's silly, but I think they pull it off, and I actually hope they make more because I think this one has a, especially the name like bitch ass, mm. has a has the potential to be a franchise, a low budget but good cult classic franchise. The setup reminds me of Tales from the Hood, which like when you were talking it's about like a haunted house and a gang like shows up, I'm like. This sounds like Tales from the Hood, which it, I fucking love. It Tales reminded from the Hood. me of Tales from the Hood. It was one. It was one of those kind of movies, except it wasn't an anthology. Sure, and that's one. Of the, I mean, I love anthology movies, yeah. but like this sound. The, when this you were, is when like you were an telling extended it, version of one of the anthology stories from Tales from the Hood. That's, it, that's it, what it, it sounded like. It rings to that. It, it rings cool. that exact same bell. And I thought I, I loved it. I. Right now, I don't remember where we watched. I think it was on like Showtime or something. It's out there somewhere. Cool. I don't know, but yeah, it was, and it's pretty recent. I want to say it's probably maybe 2019, 2018, something like that. If I, if I had to guess, I didn't think to look, but uh, yeah, bitch ass, check it out. Wasn't Sage says, check it out. I've talked a lot and I'm done. Talking about my week. How about back you, on, Dave? Back on Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Now that Sea of Stars is... 
is done. When I talked to you guys about it last time, I was like, yeah, I got finished with the game, and I'm only like 55% trophy completion or whatever. Um, by the time I was actually done, like, because after the credits, I decided to go ahead and do some stuff. Um, and once I did that stuff, it really started to fill that out to the point where it's like, I've only got one remaining outside of like the ultra, like you unlock this by unlocking all the other trophies. And when I looked at that one, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that right now. Maybe later, but I'm not going to do that right now. So I moved on back on Baldur's Gate three a little bit, but then I started playing this game called. So I I follow a VTuber named Vebe, and she um, is uh, does collabs and is in a relationship with a guy named Soda Poppin. And I've heard of Soda Poppin. He was playing. He a, did a bunch. Didn't he do a bunch of GTA? I think he was streaming those. You know how they did the GTA mod where you could role play like the RP stuff. Yeah, yeah. He. I watched him do a lot of those. Okay. So I'm I'm familiar with Soda Poppin. He was playing. Um, she shared a clip, I guess, of his where he was playing this game. This happens to me a lot. I'll see something. I'll see a game being played on a YouTube video or a short specifically. It's usually a short. And it's like, because it's like a clip from a stream or something, I have no idea what the game is that they're playing. So he was playing a game <laughs> and it was like, it looked like this first person dungeon crawler, but with like action mechanics and it had like this map at the, you know, like a mini map that looked like a drawn like dungeon map with like grid style. And I was like, okay, that, that seems really cool. So, you know, I checked the comments on the short. I'm like, okay, I don't see the name of the game. So I do a search for him because I'm really curious. I'm like, what is this? So I do a search for him on YouTube, find him, go to the videos, scroll through until I find the game. I was like, oh, okay, here it is. And it's a game called Dark and Darker. Um, I'm like, all right, dark and darker. So then I searched that up and I'm like, okay, they got into some legal issues. So it's not on steam. Okay. All right. Um, okay. If I want to play this, I get, it's 30 bucks. So I got to buy it on a sketchy site, sketchy looking site. It's like, <laughs> the best way. All right. Sure. I haven't done this in 25 years. Sure. This is how shit used to be done. I yeah. guess, <laughs> uh, if you're not buying it on like some like physical media. Um, so I bought it and, uh, I started playing it and it is a pretty interesting game. It's one of those where it's like, I do like this, but it is hard to recommend to people because while I do like it, I also don't like it because it's super hard. Uh, it is. So what it is, it's a, um, it is a dungeon crawler. A first-person dungeon crawler, um, but it's like a fantasy style. Oh, this is hard to explain. It's like a fantasy style FPS. You're in a dungeon with other people, and you're trying to collect as much treasure as you possibly can in the dungeon. Uh, and eventually, these portals will appear. And if you get to the portal, you escape the dungeon, and you get to keep everything you got. If something kills you while you're down there, which will probably happen, you don't keep you don't keep anything. Um, so you're fighting not only against the the monsters and traps that are down there, you also have to contend with 
the other adventurers that are down in the dungeon with you. So it's got this battle royale feel to it in that regard. Okay. Um, there are different classes. So there, there's fighters and barbarians and rogues and rangers and wizards and warlocks. I think that's all they've got right now. It's an early access thing. There's, they're still working on it. So who knows what it's going to look like by the time it's done. They just did a, they just did a patch today uh, that for like balancing and stuff. Um, so it's, it's really cool. And it's got like, it's got battle Royale style. It has rings, you know, where it's like the safe area of the dungeon gets smaller and okay. smaller mm-hmm. as time goes on. Uh, it's like a swarm of like insects essentially that kind of like, um, forces you all together. Um, it is, it is brutal. It is brutal. I have not, I've granted I've only played for like, Four hours. I think I picked oh. it up Friday night or Saturday night when it's like, eh, I kind of feel like trying something different. And, you know, I went through all the trouble. Like, the game looked cool when I first saw it and I looked it up and it's like 30 bucks. That's not crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it is hard, man. I, but I think a lot of it is I really want to play a rogue because, like, that's, that, that's interesting to me. That's how mm-hmm. I want to do it. And um, it's just so, it's just, I feel like the class is limiting because it's like they start with daggers and it's like, they're clearly like, even like when I go online, they're like, okay, these are the worst weapons of the game. (laughs) Um, And I was honestly, I was hoping for a little bit more. I was hoping it would be a situation where it's like, I can build a character that can stealth through a dungeon. Uh You know, I think that would be great. Um, But the way it works is like, as you're, as you're playing as a class, that class levels, and you can put, as they level, they gain ability slots that you can pull abilities into. Um, and that stuff carries over. So you don't, you don't lose that stuff. Um, and there are things where it's like you can give the rogue, like, um, you can give the rogue better hiding capabilities. You can give the rogue stealth eventually, where like while they're hiding, they can take 10 steps, which is like, that's GM stealthing in UO. Um, but so I have a feeling once I play more and unlock more of those, um, abilities that it, it hopefully is going to get easier right now. It is fucking hard. It is hard, hard, hard. Um, and maybe I just need to try some other classes too. Um, it's really built for like, you go in with a party of people. Um, but there's also this dungeon, like this goblin cave, where you can just solo queue. So it's like you and six other people go in. Oh, okay. Um, I guess it's kind of like training wheels. So I don't know. What'd you say it was called again? Dark and Darker. So according to Wikipedia, if yes. I may. Yeah, please. On February 16th, 2023, it was reported the South Korean video game company Nexon alleged that Dark and Darker had similarities to an ongoing development of a game that was tentatively titled P3 internally. The band from Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. The snacks you can buy at Walmart with nuts and cheese. (laughs) It alleged that P3 assets were leaked onto an external server by Mr. Choi, also known as SDF on the Dark and Darker Discord, project team leader for P3, and latter suggested... The latter suggested uh, to their teammates to quit Nexon and work on a game similar to P3. Mr. Choi was fired in August of 2021. 
and was part of half of the 20-member P3 project team who would su subsequently join Iron Mace. Iron Mace was founded by Terrence Park Sung-Ha, also known as Terrence on the Darker Darker Discord, in October 2021, who was also the P3 project on the P3 project team. Since the disbandment of the P3 development team, the core of the development work was reworked into another tentatively titled game, P7. Iron Mace denied the allegations, stating that the game genre could not be copyrighted and the game was created from ground the ground up using Unreal Engine assets and handmade code. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Cease and desists were issued. It was taken off of the Steam store. And then uh, in 2023, earlier this year, Iron Mace requested Steam to reinstate Dark and Darker back on the store, claiming that the copyright infringement claims by Nexon were meritless. So... Yeah. That's the back story to Dark and Darker's current legal issues. Yeah, and hopefully it'll get back on Steam. I was worried that it was going to be, since it wasn't on Steam, that it was going to be hard to get in matches and oh. stuff. No, it's been very yeah, easy. That's the, okay. kind of thing that, that's the kind of thing that gains a lot of attention, I think. Yeah, maybe. Maybe it did it There's a There's no favor. such thing as bad press, in yeah. other words. And hopefully it gets back on Steam. That would be nice. Um, but yeah, I mean... I haven't played with any other... I haven't played in a party. Uh, you're constantly playing with other people, but I haven't played in a party. Um, I think that would be... I think that would be more fun. It's got proximity chat, similar to like Phasmophobia. Oh, okay. okay. I haven't run into anybody who's used it. Who's using it. But I yeah. do see, uh, like in YouTube shorts and stuff, people are using it all the time. And it's like, well, I wonder if like that's just like... A, if they're just doing it for content, or if they're if that's just the the high level of play is like you is uh -huh. you use it. Uh -huh. I don't see this being like a. I don't see this as a thing I'll ever be good at, but it's definitely been a fun uh -huh. thing to kind of fuck around with. Yeah, it is an interesting concept. Um, the rogue can like, you can give the rogue pickpocketing. Uh, you can. I don't know if you can pickpocket monsters. You can definitely pickpocket other players. Mm. Uh, that's one of the things I saw people using proximity chat for. They're like, bro, come here. And then, you know, they start talking and like they're stealing shit from them while they're talking. And it's like, I don't know if this is real or not, but I mean, it's, it's obviously happening in the game, you know, whether or not it's scripted. Um, so it, it gave me, in that regard, it gave me like shitlord UO vibes. Kind okay. Of and it's yeah. Like, um, although honestly, like when voice chats involved, I don't think that I, that, that like, that's like a bridge too far. You know what I mean? Yeah. To like trick somebody by actually speaking to them. It's like with your voice yeah. as opposed to typing something. I don't know what the difference is, but it does feel like it would be worse somehow. Yeah. Uh, and then I've been watching an anime called bastard with two exclamation marks, um, which I love this anime. It is um, a 2022 anime based on a 1988 manga. Uh, and it shows because it feels <laughs> like it feels like a like a 1988 kind of thing. Uh, it's like it's horny as fuck and like unapologetically so. And like it's it's. It gives when I watch it, it gives me vibes of like I should be watching this with Frankel because like we went at <laughs> at Apex in like the fucking like late nineties, early two thousands. He and I would huddle up in Ian your office because you had a TV in your office and, and a we couch. Would, 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> and a couch. And we would watch all these fucking like he introduced me to all this shit from like the eight late eighties and early nineties that I had no idea about. Um, so I've thought about him several times, uh, watching this. Uh, it's a, it's a story about this. There's this evil wizard who was defeated 15 years ago, set on world domination. And he's defeated by, um, the high clerics of the kingdom, um, of, uh, Metallicana. Oh, I love it. And, uh, they so they seal him away. They seal him away inside of a boy, um, and the high cleric teaches his daughter how to um, awaken the soul of the wizard and the boy if the kingdom is ever in trouble. And fifteen years later, that happens, and this all happens in the first episode. So it's not like mm-hmm. major spoilers or anything. It's just a setup. Uh, 15 years ago, she has to awaken the boy, um, or awaken the, the, the dark wizard, the evil wizard inside the boy, and she does so. And then it kind of all goes from there. The story kind of goes from there. Um, the, the evil magician named Dark Schneider, which I don't know what it's like <laughs> in, the, in the dub, but in, like the, in the sub, it's like, I swear to God, it's like 40% of the dialogue is Dark Schneider. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> they convey so much of this name, like Dark Schneider. <laughs> uh, and it's like the translation of the sub is like totally different. It's like, oh, you're awakened. <laughs> Where are you watching this? This is on Netflix. Which Oh, that's right. You you told me about this and I forgot you'd said it was on Netflix. It blows my mind that it's on Netflix because it's like, I'm watching it. I was like, man, I know they got Castlevania on there, which is kind of, which is violent, Mm -hmm. but it's like, man, this fucking evil wizard's like touching boobs and butts and like every episode. And it's like, (laughs) this doesn't seem like, I mean, maybe I'm out of touch with Netflix, but I've seen, they had that cutie show. So I don't know. (laughs) That's why I don't have Netflix. (laughs) What is it? Cuties? Cuties. What's that? What is that? It is a, it sounds like a child pageant show. It is. Oh, is it? It's like a dance thing. It's almost like a, Pro pedophile. It's, it's really, it's really fucked up. It, I didn't it's really wa- fucked. I didn't up. watch it, and they Netflix had to take it off. Is it a documentary? It's kind of a documentary style show, from what I understand. It won a bunch of awards at, at Cannes, which I've also heard is kind of a pro pedophile like event. The film festival. Yeah. Yeah. Really. It's more of a. It's more. They of just like, show the last twenty minutes of uh, Little Miss Sunshine. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, they. It it, it it's glorifies not, like twelve-year-old like, girls like trying to be mature and dancing. Like Shoe on Head, the YouTuber does a really good breakdown of it because she was like, "I've heard about this. Here's my watch, watch and review." And she goes for twenty minutes, and she's like. This is fucked <laughs> up. Why is this on Netflix? Yeah, so fucked up that they removed it. Apparently. They did. They it got a lot of negative attention, and they were they were under a whole lot of pressure, and so they took it down. It did. It was not on for very long before it got. Taken yeah, that's down. the first. I'm I'm really like, I'm really out of it. Um, yeah, this has been when, it's been a little while. It was, it was during during COVID. That this all Damn. happened. Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Well, because it was on Netflix, I Melissa wanted to and I agreed. We just like we just dropped Netflix. Yeah, like well, yeah, fuck that. We'll save some. We money. don't want to contribute. Fuck that, and we'll save some money. Yeah. <laughs> well, Bastard is on there. Yeah, <laughs> and I do like Bastard. Um, he does solve a lot of his problems by uh, seducing the women in the anime, which is another one where it's like, there's. I mean, it's it is straight up like I cannot. There are scenes in this where it's like. This is definitely from a late 80s manga <laughs> for sure and they're sh- they've they've animated it modernly for a modern audience and it's like I love this but I cannot imagine that because I know where <laughs> yeah. you know I know where it's coming from like yeah. it has that feel and it's like this feels like something that I loved and also doesn't exist anymore it's so <laughs> novel to see it now I'm curious how it's like viewed through like the modern lens yeah. from people who like haven't seen the fucking shit that I've seen. I know? haven't seen this type of thing in 40 years. Yeah, I mean it starts up like in the intro it's uh it's like it gives all the content warnings and it's like holy shit that's a lot of content. Nudity, violence, sex and sexual violence. Okay. <laughs> and then like that one goes away and it's like, oh, also uh, photosensitivity for like flashing. It's like, all right, man, we're fucking like getting in our time machine and going back. Like there's a scene where it's like the, like the, I wouldn't say the main character, but like one of the main supporting characters, like she gets kidnapped and like thrown in a pit and Dark Schneider has to go and and save her. And like it takes him a while to get there. It's a ninja castle and it's super far away. So like while she's in the pit, like the ninja leader is like, ah oh, yes, uh, we'll torture you by embarrassment. And it's like, oh boy, where's this going? And he's like, I have a slime that eats only clothing. <laughs> It's so fucking stupid, but it's also I've, like, yeah, this is what this is what the shit used to be. I've, I have added it. I've added it to my list on Netflix. It's what this shit used to be, and then it's like, yeah, over the course of two episodes, you know, he's like Dark Schneider's fighting and shit, and it's like there's the interstitials where it's like, yep, that slime sure is eating your clothes, isn't it? <laughs> and then it's like the slime's got eyes right right inside of it, so like when it gets through like her shirt, like her the eyes are like over her nipples Uh it's so fucking stupid (laughs) but like it's it's that i don't know man it hits that tone that like i just haven't seen in a really long time but i cannot imagine that it is being received well but who knows maybe it's got two seasons on netflix i just saw that i'm i yeah the first season's pretty long yeah Yeah, maybe if we're lucky right um, Zom 100's on Netflix too. I didn't realize. Yeah, that. I didn't realize that either. I know Zom 100's on hiatus right now. I noticed, which which sucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's also like the creator of Bastard, the manga, uh, was a big fan of Dungeons and Dragons, and so that would have been like second edition. Uh, so it's got a lot of that flavor to it, oh, okay. and he was also a fan of heavy metal. Um, and, and rock and roll. So there's hard rock. So there's a lot of, um, like the four here, I got them. The four kingdoms of the, of the nation. I fucking love this shit. So, uh, Meta Lacana, uh, is, is one of them, which is Metallica. Um, there is, uh, Judas, 
is a nation, Judas Priest. Judas Priest, right. um, My favorite, White or Snakey. And then Island Maid. Oh, my God. This is actually going to be right up my alley, I think, because um, I picked up on the Metallica thing yeah. when you mentioned it earlier. There's a dragon familiar in it named Lars. Oh, I mean, it's oh like God, at I one point, like, uh, like the spells, like there's a spell, like... Every time a spell's being cast, I'm like, oh, I haven't seen this one yet. What's this one called? <laughs> Mega Death. <laughs> it's like, yes. There's one. Literally, he's like, uh, he counters the spell by going Guns and Roll. <laughs> it's like, Guns and Roses. Oh, yes. <laughs> so yeah, man, it's um, it's fucking cheesecake. Like. One thousand percent cheesecake. It doesn't take itself seriously, but at the same time, it's a great ride. I think it's a great ride, and it's like, yep, I'm enjoying this ride, and just gonna. The last like four nights, I've just watched it until I fall asleep, and then you know have to like wake up and be like, okay, did run I run it back? Did I see yeah. this one? No. Did I see that one? No. Yeah, run it back. So yeah, uh, it's been fun. I like it. That's kind of it. That's kind of it for me. Uh, I've worked. It's pretty much all I've done, and what except for one evening <laughs> for virtual bar. So for one evening, <laughs> virtual bar, I I I did the day. <laughs> uh, trust me, I put in enough time. <laughs> Girl, uh, but one evening, same. Uh, Melissa mm-hmm. really wanted to watch all. She's like, I'm gonna watch a scary movie. That's what, I really, that's what I really want to do. <laughs> please tell me you watch Bitch Ass. Please tell me you watch well, Bitch Ass. Well, if I would have known about Bitch Ass, I would have watched it. So I just pulled up, like, what's up, what's on Hulu? Top horror movies on Hulu right now. Number one, Hellraiser 2022. Okay, we'll check it out. So watch Hellraiser 2022. How was it? Uh, I liked it for the most part. Is it a remake of the first Hellraiser? It's, or it's like or a re-envisioning? It a it's, like a re- it's a requel. Okay. It's kind of a... it. It's uh, it's it's more Clive Barker than the first one. It's way more like his things, his okay. things that he's into. He's very into bondage and right uh-huh. and um, fetishes like do- domination and leather, and that's his. Ho- that's the whole thing that Hellraiser's kind of based on. Sure. Is his is his erotic. Fantasies, sure. but they take it to the to another level mm-hmm. in 2022 version. They they got away with a lot of it in the original Hellraiser from like the 80s, which is the only one I've seen. And it gets a little bit more, you know, intense as the sequels go on. They're all pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I can say that's a pretty solid franchise. But 2022, yeah, it came back with a. <laughs> it came back with a little fire. I mean, I like some. I like the the rules and the the different levels they had for the Cenobites and what the cubes and stuff would do. Man, and, I hate that they're called Cenobites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that is just one where it's like it just sounds like a little Cinnabon. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pretty sure Burger King had Cenobites at one point. In time, <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. The and and it's the 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 uh, main the one that. Pinhead is a female in mm-hmm. this movie, as opposed to in the originals. Okay. Pinhead was a man. It's good. It's good. I'm glad you all. Yeah, I liked you it. it. Melissa, the scene at the very, very end, Melissa was like, "That was unnecessary. That was fucking stupid. I'm out." 
fuck, fuck that. Because the last like one minute, she was like, "No, fuck that," <laughs> and, and something and walked out of the bedroom. It didn't make sense, or was it something that was like too intense? It or? was kind of dumb looking. Oh, I see. Uh, I liked that the it was... Scorpion King showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I would have liked followed it by in... Brendan Fraser in Chase. <laughs> I I assumed what was going to happen. Uh, but then they just went ahead and showed it. Gotcha. It's like, well, that would have been better implied uh-huh. as opposed to like that it just looked sort of weird and they showed it. I, I don't know. But all in all, I liked it okay. Cool. So, yeah. Oh, uh, there's something I forgot. Um, I'm sorry, Dave. We're out of time. Ooh. Okay. Oh, well, no. no. We're, we're, <laughs> I can give you some more. I got a little more left. Um. The developer of Guess the Game reached out to me. Have you? Do you guys know about Guess the Game? Mm-mm. Did you mention this? No. I don't know then. Um, it sounds familiar for some reason. You may have heard about it on the Discord, because I found out about it, I think, through Big Dick Pie Baker Chris Vaughn, like, during COVID, I feel like. Okay. Was, well, I mean, technically, we're... it's still during COVID. But, you know, we've in the beginning co- We've times. mentioned COVID twice. Uh, we can't mention it again. Okay. Well, shall not. <laughs> or it comes back. Um, like Beetlejuice. Yeah, right. I got my flu shot today. Oh, I gotta go get mine. I got a skin TB test too. Mm. I hate those. Um, but Lauren Boebert comes and gives you hand jobs if you say Beetlejuice four times. Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, 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 Beetlejuice. <laughs> I saw that video. It was hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the developer of Guess the Game, which is guess the dot game uh he reached out and said hey i love the podcast i listen to it on the commute each morning uh and he's essentially like let me tell you about guess the game and he does in the email and i'm thinking yeah man i love guess the game it's it's like wordle kind of but instead of trying to guess a word you're trying to guess a video game based on screenshots so it's like mm. you see one screenshot and it's kind of like the most obscure one, right? Uh, or it's like zoomed in or, or something like that. Um, you're just cropped a little bit. And you can make a guess or you can hit next. And as you, you have six tries, essentially, and on the last one, it's, it gets progressively easier. Mm. So on the last one, it's, it's the easiest screenshot. Okay. Um, he, I just thought it was I – I wanted to – he asked, would you mind mentioning it? And I said, of course not. I, I love uh-huh. the game. I think it's really cool. I know I'd heard it, heard about it through the Tadbog Discord. Um, so I recommend that you check it out. I'm not being paid to say that. Um, but, I mean, I wouldn't be objected to it. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm not. Uh, it, it's cool, and it's free. And um, I, There was a time back when I was playing Wordle, essentially, or around that time, where I was playing this every day. Um, very cool. All right. Uh, yeah, guess the dot game. Yep, that's uh, it. If you want to play today, I'm looking right at it. There's a new game coming in four hours, fifteen minutes, and fifty-seven seconds. It's cool. I don't. That I don't know neat. how he does it. It is but, neat. I, but it's a really, it's a really neat idea. Okay. Um, and I feel like they've gotten harder because I remember, um, when I was originally playing them, I felt like I had a, I knew what the games were. And now, I don't know if it's by design, but now I'm finding it to be a little bit tougher. So now that we've mentioned Guess the Game Mm -hmm. on our show, I feel like he needs to make the Tadpog logo one of the puzzles. 
but no one would know what that is. is I don't care because they would all <laughs> they would all zoom out, and eventually it would just show the Tadpog logo, and people would say, "What's that?" And then they would come check us out. They might. Hey, that's better than nothing. <laughs> Which is what we got now. Which is what we have now. Correct. Cool. That is neat. I like it. So thank you for letting me say that. Yeah, I, I completely. I meant to mention it first, and then. And uh, thanks to him for reaching out. I think that's really neat. Yeah. We're always happy to plug a few, plug an interesting or fun thing. Yeah, especially when it's. I thought it was really cool because it's like, oh, you listen to our show. I know, I know your site. That, <laughs> you that is neat. Yeah, yeah, well, that's kind of where I, I was that. at. I, 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 I was like, like yeah. wow, okay. Yeah, I love shit like that. That's awesome. Thanks for listening to the show. Yeah. By the way. And one where one where it's obviously not like because we get a lot of comments that are blocked on the WordPress. That's like on the return to Superman episode twelve or whatever post. Oh. We'll get like a comment. Mm, I enjoyed your insightful commentary on this topic. You know, we're just like <laughs> <laughs> so like generic and like yeah. obviously written by a bot. Clearly written like, by a bot. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which comment where we're talking about Superman's mullet or? <laughs> Well, do you guys want to do a draft? Sure, man. We're going to draft. Have we done the Simpsons character draft Yeah, It's funny you mentioned that. I was literally thinking about that last night, and no, we haven't. And I was thinking the one... We, it's fucked up that you bring that up, because you were just I was about literally going to mention that as an option, but I want it to be non-Simpsons Simpsons characters. Nobody, nobody that is a part of the Simpson family. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Simpson, the extended Simpsons draft. Shit, I'm not prepared for this. I don't know why I suggested it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Name two, two numbers. One and two. Dave. Five and six. All right. I'll have three and four. Three. Me. And I mean. Simpsons characters that don't live in the house. No Homer, Bart, Marge, Maggie, or Lisa. No playable. Well, Maggie's Me- members not playable. of the well, Simpson a, family are allowed, just none that in the are in the house. Grandpa's and, and allowed. Grandpa would be allowed. Uh, the Danny DeVito, Homer's brother, mm-hmm. would be allowed. Um, S- Snowball and Santa's little helper. Are allowed. Okay, so human the human Simpson family that in live in the house. Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> I won't probably pick any of the ones. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just trying to eliminate sure. the five obvious ones. Sure. Uh, then I will claim Krusty the Clown. Nice top spot. Hey, hey, a great choice, Dave. Uh, I'll go with Principal Skinner. Good pick. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like Principal Skinner. Now, Principal like Skinner or I'm trying to think of his real name. <laughs> I can't remember. It. I can't remember it either. <laughs> I might have to look it up because it's bugging me now. But that episode, Wait, I remember. What was the question? The Skinner's real name. Oh, Armin Tanzarian. There it is. Armin Tanzarian. Yeah. That episode, man, I hated that episode when I saw it the first. I remember, I remember seeing that episode the first time and be like, "I hate this." I loved it. I loved it. It didn't matter that it was just. I don't know. I loved it. But that was that was 
I felt like that was kind of like a maybe not a first for The Simpsons, but I feel like up until that point, it was a little more grounded. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, yes. That one was like a oh, huh. Huh? <laughs> this, is, this is what they're doing now. Okay. Uh-huh. Which, I mean, I think it led, like, after that, I think it led into some really good things, for sure. Uh, it was just jarring, I think, the first time I saw it. Ian, number one. Duff Man. Nice. Duff Man. <laughs> I love Duff Man. <laughs> Not uh, specifically. Was on my bingo card. <laughs> specifically as, uh, let, me, let me clarify. Hold on, because... Yeah, it's Duff Man. It's Duff Man. Just Duff Man. I'm I was thinking of something else. I love Duff Man. I love that character. Yeah. I love how he'll just randomly show up and start like thrusting his hips and he's got beer on his shoulders. It's I just it's the funniest fuck it always makes me laugh every time. No, Duff Man's great. Duff Man's great because especially when you're not expecting Duff Man. Like Duff Man used in like a sad moment is hilarious always. <laughs> you know, like. Well, and that's one of the reasons I picked him because he just shows up uh-huh. at random like you're never expecting him. Yep. Duff man has a doctor's appointment and needs to leave. You know, it just I love uh-huh. that shit. Then my second one, I have to grab uh, Abraham Simpson. Whew. I thought for sure you're going to pick mine. I love I love Grandpa Simpson. I wore an onion on my belt, which was the style at the time. <laughs> Dave, number two. Troy McClure. Damn you. You might remember me from such films as... Ian's Draft. <laughs> God, I love Troy McClure. Yeah. Ian, number two. I want to make sure I get his name right. Gil Gunderson. Oh, Gil's great. Oh, Gil's about to hit it big. If I just sell one more house, I'll make it. <laughs> I just love, I love him. I love him. He reminds me of like a comedy version of one of the old dudes from Glen Gary, Glenn Ross, you know, just that, that old driven guy, you know, and there's been like one episode where he was the main character like it was kind of his story where he like lived on the Simpsons couch for a little while and stuff because Marge <laughs> took pity on him and yeah he love, reminds I me I love Gil Gunderson like if the Simpsons if there was a live action Simpsons movie I would want William H Macy cast as Gil because of who he played in Fargo like yeah that's, he, all, he would be a good old Gil yeah well in the in the um the dude I'm thinking I that I truly believe he was modeled after was Jack Lemon, which he's, he's passed. But right. Still, I just that's that's who I think of sure. is Jack Lemon every time. No guild about to win this draft. All I gotta do is get three more good picks and I'll be at the top. I'll tell you I'll finally get what's coming to me. Uh, number three, I've got to grab Moses like No is on my <laughs> last one. Damn it. Some homie dissing your fly girl. <laughs> Give him one of these. <laughs> Fuck, man. Like, that was locked in my brain. Like, it was like, Moe's next. Uncle Mo. next. Here I am. Here's your fries. Eat them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
fuck. Uh, I'll go Sideshow Bob then. Oh yeah, he was that. He was. It was between those two. <laughs> I'll go Sideshow Bob. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was very much because I nearly grabbed number two, but I was like, ah, uh, there's more Mo there. I'll get Sideshow Bob next. So we 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 exchanged. <laughs> <laughs> Groundskeeper Willie. Uh, oh, that's yeah. a good one. I love Man. that guy. I love the episode where Santa's little helper gets in the school vent. That used to be out. Alien. Alien. Yeah. God, and then he goes so in after. Good. Yeah, I know. I love it. I fucking love that. He's <laughs> grease me up, woman. Yeah. <laughs> Covers him in lard, and he's just like crawling through. All right. Oh my God. And, you, and you just see that. You just see that. Blur. <laughs> Blur. <laughs> God damn it. And then he ends it. up like squipping out into the, the yeah. gym uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> in front of all the children. <laughs> oh, the <God>. shinning. It's <laughs> quiet. Do you want to get sued? It's the shinning. That was a good one. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. I'm going to start watching that show again. <laughs> I have to. <laughs> Number four, I got a big Dr. Nick. Hey, everybody. Hey, Dr. Dr. Nick. Nick. Yep. I can't hear hey, everybody. Saying, said in like any kind of tone and not think about Dr. Nick. Here's the secret. Take it, rub it on a piece of paper. If the paper turns clear, it's your window to weight gain. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Um, I'll go Mayor Quimby. Good choice. I'll go Mayor Quimby. I feel like my next pick is two people, but it counts as one. Uh, It's not what you think. (laughs) Although they are on my list as well. Rod and Todd Flanders. Ah, yeah. yes. God, I love Rod and Todd. They're the ones that have the, you know, they're the family that has the board game you have to play before you can get video <laughs> game time. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It, bringing in the sheaves. You know, they're just so uh-huh. innocent yep. and, and brainwashed, uh-huh. you know. But, God, every so often they just... They make they make me laugh. I knew kids like them. Oh yeah, growing for up, sure. and it's just it's, absolutely it's so on the fucking nose. Yes. That's why I love them. Surprise! I'm getting at number five, but Mr. Burns. Mr. Oh Burns. fuck! Yeah, Mr. Burns. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's a number five pick. Yikes! Solid. I should have been better prepared. Um. I'll pick up who I thought you were gonna say, Kang and Kodos. That's not who I was gonna say. But I thought that's you were gonna say Sherry and Terry. So. That's not who I was gonna say either. Patty and Selma? Yes, it was Patty and Selma. <laughs> <laughs> Although that's interesting. You know, we went through that whole uh-huh. list before we got to Patty and Selma. Uh-huh. Not my next pick, though. My next pick is Rainier Wolfcastle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. My eyes. The goggles do nothing. Nothing. God, I love Rainier Wolfcastle. I love the... Mendoza! Mendoza. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Honorable, honorable mentions. Oh, I could go 10. 
I'm sure we could go behind the den, but then we'd also run out of time. Well, that's true. Honorable mentions easily: Patty and Selma. I got Ned Flanders, Mrs. Yeah. Krabappel, yeah, uh, Smithers, Professor Frank, yeah, and Hank Scorpio. That's probably yes. one of the best ever. God, Hank Scorpio is great. Oh, I that completely is great forgot episode. about him. Grimes, Grimes. yeah, <laughs> Frank Grimes, old grimy. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Michael Jackson, <laughs> Bleeding Gums Murphy. Bleeding Gums is a yeah. good one, yeah. Oh, who's, who's the one that sell, sells the monorail? Well, it was it was Troy Mc, It was Phil Hartman did the oh, okay. voice, but it wasn't. A, he was just a. It, that whole thing was based on the Music Man, mm-hmm. and I think he was just playing that. That role of a yeah. traveling flim-flam man yeah. trying to take them, <laughs> take them for their money. Comic book guy. Yep. Otto. 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 Crazy cat lady. She's always good for a laugh. Bumblebee mm. man. Bumblebee yeah. man. Hans Mole man. Yes. Fucking uh, Homer's buddies. Um, Barney. Uh, Barney and... Lenny, Lenny and Carl. And Carl. Lenny and Carl's another mm-hmm. inseparable duo. Mm-hmm. It's a good draft. Pretty good. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. Appropriate. Take yes. a break, get some game talk. Yeah. Yes, we will. Some virtual Bart. Mm. God, Hell I can't wait. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Our computer lab actually has a computer in it. Hi, Lisa. Super Nintendo Chalmers? Meow. I'm learning. Aw, oh, way to go, Ralph. Ah, she's a beauty. You can't beat a Coleco. How many can I put you down for? A lot? Please say a lot. I need this. I don't know. I'm not even sure we can keep this one. It's up to Lisa. What do you say, Lisa? Will you keep our little secret for the good of your classmates and your school? And let's not forget old Gil, huh? <laughs> the wolves at old Gil's door. Oh, I guess I don't have much choice. <laughs> oh, thank God. Now let's talk rust-proofing. These Calicos will rust up on you like that. Shut up, Gil. Close the deal. Close the deal. And now for the go 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 game talk. Game talk. Hello. <laughs> so virtual Bart. Virtual Bart. Second video game of the Simpsons series. Series sequel to Bart's Nightmare. I have third notes. Of the oh, it's third because we did Krusty's Super Fun. Oh, house. you're right. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah, third. This Damn. one is actually feels like a direct sequel to Bart's Nightmare. It um, is. Okay, well, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have notes today. When we get to the good and bad, I'm going to go good and bad on every single one of these <laughs> little games. Oh, all the mini games? All the mini games. Yeah, like like Bart's Nightmare, um, this is a, also a mini game collection. Um, this was also developed by sculptor, Sculptured Softworks. Uh, and published by Acclaim. This one came out, I think, in 1994. I believe it was 94. 1994. So it'll be two years after Bart's Nightmare. Yep. Yep. 
Um, as far as I know from my research, nobody quit. <laughs> no None one quit the video game right. industry because of this game. <laughs> and you like can tell is. because it's a lot like the previous game. Yeah. So everybody who already got off the ship got off the ship. Right. Well, the box art. What did you think when you saw the box art? I mean, it's nice box art. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's, it's that same I didn't think thing. it was as nice as Bart's Nightmare. No, I Bart's agree. Nightmare. I like Bart's Nightmare actually a lot. I like the box art for, yeah, yeah. Bart's Nightmare is better, I think. But I mean, if, you know, everything was on model. You know what I yeah. mean? It's yeah, like, it still had that Simpsons curb appeal that's yeah. going to get your attention and make you want to grab it up when you're a kid and play, play, play. I definitely, I, I still, again, don't think I would have known what this game was about. Yep. Based on the box art, because it's Bart, like with a virtual head, you know, virtual. Oh, is it, can you see headset. the aliens again? Is that so, what the glasses right. are? Oh boy, yeah, they took a real gamble on that, right? They didn't stop and think. Will kids think that this is Bart versus the Space Mutants again? <laughs> they might have stopped to think about it and then just said, "Fuck, <laughs> Fuck it. it, what are we? They're going to buy it anyway." <laughs> yeah. More cherry bombs in the toilet coming coming around. All right, it's fine. <laughs> they should remake that game. They should remake Bart yeah. versus the Space Mutants and like as a gritty dark survival survival horror. <laughs> anything is going to be better than what they made. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> so it's like whatever. I think also a remake of Virtual Bart for like the Oculus, uh, where you just start wandering around Springfield and being a part of the community. That would be very. That would cool. be awesome. That would be. That it's would a, be very. You cool. could just go to Clicky Mart. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That's one of the things that's cool about Hit and Run is yeah. like them rebuilding oh, the love city and Hit and Run. Yeah, classic, easily the best Simpsons game ever made, in my opinion. It's a really good one. If you were to compare your experiences with this game to a movie, television show, celebrity, etc., what'd you compare it to? The movie I picked this week is a little movie from 1977 called The Kentucky Fried Movie. Oh, I've never seen this. I've heard about a bunch of it, but never seen this it. This movie is a collection of shorts um, based that basically by. spoofs like TV and movies at the and pop, cult, pop culture and politics at the time. Um, it's early, early Zucker and Abrams spoof parody type stuff. Um, think Naked Gun, Airplane, movies like that. This, but this is an a comedy anthology. Um, one of the skits is called Catholic High School Girls in Trouble, um, and I picked it because, you know, it, this game is like that in these seemingly random, non-cohesive, you know, mini games that you have. They're all just put together because you know The Simpsons. We can just mm -hmm. do that. Uh, so, and I always thought Kentucky Fried Movie is one of those that I don't recommend you watch, but you should watch it. You know, like it's just one of those. If you want a real like look at what people thought was funny in 1977, that's a good way to do it. Man, I will <laughs> say this because a few episodes back, and it ages better than Revenge of the Nerds. If you're worried about it, <laughs> I, I wasn't, but that's good to know. Yeah, uh, a few episodes back, you mentioned watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, mm -hmm. so I watched it. And didn't, I didn't finish it, man. Yeah, I was, it's I was not like, good. But, but that's what it reminds you saying that it's like what. It, it's a thing of its time for it sure. It really is. Because Nikki and I were watching it, and I mean, it was like, 
I gave it like four groans, man. Yeah. It's like thirty minutes in. I'm like, I don't think I could. No, it's it's again, it's it's funny because of how dated it right, is right. and what they thought was so hilarious uh-huh. and cutting edge, uh-huh. and that made me laugh and that made me stick with it because the parody part, you know, when they would show like San Francisco and it would say. Paris, France, uh-huh. or something—you know, yeah. just shit like that was <laughs> always. I always thought that was really good, but I'm not ever going to watch it again. I might watch Kentucky Fried Movie again now, just because I was thinking about it today uh-huh. when I was writing my notes, you know. But and I don't. Again, I don't recommend it, but I think it's fun. It's a fun yeah. one, and plus, sure. it is shorts. Yeah. So. You don't have long before this one's over. Right. You know, if, if you it's really like it. bothering you, you've yeah. got something else coming. And and again, it goes to that to that sort of Zucker and Abrams naked gun kind of comedy. Uh-huh. You could see there's the, you could see the foundations of what would ultimately become classic, you know, movies that you just can't ever say bad things about because right. they 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 do survive. They survive, and this one not so much, but it's still fun to watch. But yeah, there's just just the weird amalgamation of um, shorts and funny things, you know, that they put together. That's why I thought about the Kentucky Fried movie as my pick. So, and that's not to say that I didn't like anything about Attack of Killer Tomatoes. That gag where they're all crowding into that like small, tiny office (laughs) they have a meeting. Yeah, the conference table is like. like. the size of the room, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, and they're all like, yeah. they're all crammed in there. Yeah. That's that's actually like that was very very funny. It, it, it hit, yeah, yeah. Dave, what'd you pick? Uh, I chose Jeff Fahey, who we all uh, know from the Lawnmower Man. From the Lawnmower Man, oh. he played the Cyber God <laughs> in the Lawnmower Man uh, because that is the movie I feel like that introduced so many people to virtual reality. In the worst possible way. Absolute worst possible way. Some might argue that it's still hurting sales of Oculus headsets to this day. (laughs) I would believe it. That movie's so fucking bad. God. God. Damn, that we movie own, fucking we sucks. It. We owned it. But it was redeemed by the quality of the Super Nintendo game. <laughs> the game is so much worse than the movie that's really bad. When, if I ever meet Pierce Brosnan in real life... <laughs> that's what you're going to bring up. I'm going to be like, I loved you in Lawnmower Man. God damn it, I hope you meet him. I do too. <laughs> and I hope God that he it. laughs when I say it because he'll know I'm not fucking serious. <laughs> We have that bond, me and Pierce. Yeah, we get each other yes. in that way. He just doesn't know it yet. <laughs> I chose the television series Quantum Leap. Quantum Leap, uh. because there are these different things you just get fucking thrown in, and they're all different and fucked up, and you don't know what's going on. And yeah, but that's a hell of what a- the fuck. That's a hell of a comparison because that's that's super on the nose. I think I think you might win on that note. You guys, remember that episode of Quantum Leap where Scott Bakula throws tomatoes at a bunch of kids at <laughs> <in that> school? <laughs> or what about that's the one where he's a baby that swings through the trees, or where he's a dinosaur, <laughs> or a pig in a ham factory? <laughs> I do. 
<laughs> I remember all of those. <laughs> Classics. I watched the pig one today. <laughs> so you said there was an episode of The Simpsons where Bart vaguely tries harder in school for like one episode. Is this yes. based off of This one does a not appear to in- be Yeah, I don't know. Based on it this is well, it's a science fair. You know, it starts off where Bart is walking th- all it is is he's walking through the science fair and gets picked as a volunteer to be in the virtual mm-hmm. reality thing. Which but for there's whatever no reason. like episode correlation other than all the ones that had science fairs in them. Yeah. That's really all I could say. And for whatever reason the virtual reality exhibit involves a big wheel that they strap somebody on and then put a headset and then spin it. Yeah, it's a virtual reality. To, yeah, it's virtual reality. Didn't your Oculus come with one of those? <laughs> Hypothesis. I have like six three of them in my at my house if you need one. All right, so so uh, like Bark's Nightmare, but it's more straightforward. There's no street level you have to wander around no on. You world. just go one level after the other randomly. That's randomly selected. So out of six levels, uh, so there's prehistoric Springfield where you are. What kind of dinosaur would you a say Bart, he is? A Bart Lassaraptor. <laughs> Seems about right. A small Bart dinosaur, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, then there's uh, one where Bart's a baby. Yeah. And this nonsensical adventure bouncing around town. And that well, one kind of has hints from an episode of... Yeah, the Simpsons. A Homer, Homer goes goes after the ice cream truck, and Bart tries to chase after him to get some ice cream. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know the water slide because you're on the the water slide going down and Mount Splash having more. to maneuver, maneuver that. I remember that episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Level not not as good as the, as the episode it's named. Not it's even after. close. Uh, there's a level where you throw tomatoes at students trying to get mess up picture day. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the pig escape where you're Bart as a pig trying to rescue the other pigs and get out of Krusty's ham factory. Yep. Ham, bacon, hot dog factory. Corn dog as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to talk about that. Hopefully we're going to get in depth on some of these. I've got notes on every one of yeah. these mini games. And then a post-apocalyptic Springfield. The Mad Max version. Right. You want to yes. start that, Start with that one? Sure. Sure, we it's, can. It's my um, least favorite. It, Which I'm, I could... I expected you to either be like, this one was okay because it reminded me of Road Rash, or they tried to be Road Rash and they fucking weren't. Fuck it. Yeah. That's, uh, <laughs> so, man, maybe it's a little early to say this, but uh, I didn't like this game. <laughs> um, what? <laughs> and it is like, this I'm with you. Doomsday Bart was, it is. It's like, they just tried. They tried to make Road Rash, and I get it's not going to be as good as Road Rash because you're essentially making six fucking games in right, one. You right. know what I mean? So that means they're all going to be shitty. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you're gonna. Yep. You're, you're sacrificing. We're gonna have quality. one really good game or six bad ones. Right. Let's go Wario with the six Wario bad. Is not so, right. You know. Yeah, and WarioWare <laughs> kind of embraces the this is silly. You know, and it kind of like leans so weird mm-hmm. that it's like even the WarioWare games that aren't like super fun are still charming yeah you know what i mean um but with doomsday bart yeah it's it's post-apocalyptic road rash and what made me frustrated was this could be a game if the if like ea just Mm -hmm. got the simpsons license 
and we're like, we're going to do a road rash, but it's going to be Simpsons characters. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. It'll be post-apocalyptic. This would be so much... This would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Like to see, I would love to see all the Simpsons characters in Road Rash. You of know, of course, yeah. Especially in '94, mm-hmm. that would have been like fucking huge, man. Uh, but instead, yeah, you get this. This this, this <laughs> level has more in common with Tiger Electronics yes. Road Rash than it does Road Rash. Is that a real thing? It leans harder. It's got to be. It has right? to be right. <laughs> yes, but you're right. Yeah, because it's. It's. It really doesn't even matter where you're going. I mean, there's a Symphony of the Night, fucking in a tiger. Yeah, I had that one. (laughs) I mean, all you. Yeah, it is like that. You, the controls are impossible to understand. You're not really following the road. You're just riding. It's the same like two, two cornering segments. With skulls, rocks, and then guys coming up. It is 100% could be a Tiger Electronics. Do left, right, up, down as you see the things appear in the illusion that you're moving forward. There was, like. a, there was an <laughs> yeah. old driving game that used to have just... It was a physical thing, not a video game, but it was this physical little console that had a fucking plastic car on a stick and, and the road the would belt. scroll uh-huh. under it and you would just steer the car like side to side. That was more fun than this. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, you could throw tomatoes or whatever the fuck at the other riders, Jimbo, Jimbo and Curly, Kearney, mm-hmm. um, and hit them if they're in front of you. You had the option to try to hit them from the side as well, which was I could never kick get that em. to work. You could kick them. They 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 hit you <clears throat> just as much as you hit them. So. Yeah, yeah, and it was they sprinkle you know popsicles around for you to build your health back up and without it you could not make it this is one of the many times in this game where there is no way you can make it through without taking lots of damage because of the way it's you know the way the school bus comes at you Mm. just fucking out of nowhere Call back maybe to Bart's nightmare. Possibly. <laughs> and every Simpsons game we do has to have an unavoidable giant. A murderous auto <laughs> trying to kill Bart. And sometimes it would be like there would be so they would come so often that there would literally be two on the screen at the same time. Oh yeah. And it's like there's only one auto and one school bus. Come on, at least time it better. Um and if Pellet you swap them, something. yeah, anything. <laughs> if you were paying even the slightest bit of attention, then you see these little markers that count down from like seven or eight, or whatever, as you get closer to Springfield to kind of give you a at least they sort of give you a little bit of a hint as to how far you've got to go. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's something I guess that's good that could be said about that level. And again, I'm with you. I like the concept, and I think it could have been executed nicely as its own game. Um, I think it would have been great. Yeah. I mean, especially on the Super Nintendo, because it's like your options for something like this on the Super Nintendo are limited. Because yeah. Road Rash was Genesis, and it's like one of those where it's like, this could have been, I feel like this could have been huge had it been like properly developed. Had and they releases. actually done something. Yeah. 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 Although this, this mini game is responsible for one of my good things to say about the game. Okay. Which is 
at the very end when you win the level. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> I, had to wa- I had to watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know what you're going to say. Bart runs in, jumps on the couch, and then a very clear, sounds good, looks good, Krusty the Clown. Well, welcome, surviving children. Hello, surviving children. <laughs> hey, hey. Yeah. It, it was funny. That and was the, good. <laughs> the little cutscenes, I watched a long play of this. I yeah. did not. I didn't. I played this for as long as I could, but knowing uh, I what tried. I knew about Bart's nightmare and coming into this and being like, "Holy fuck, it's more of the same." And I've got things to say about that, but I did watch a long play, which was thirty-eight minutes, and the fact that anyone, that mad bastard that did the long play that I watched, I cannot even believe that it's possible to beat all of the things in this game, but he did it. Uh, and the cutscenes at the end of each game were cool. Yeah. They were funny. And there's one, one of my good, oh, I have several good and bad things about the different games, but uh-huh. my overall good, one of my overall good things is that there was a lot of good Simpsons humor in this game. I agree, man. I, I feel like the cutscenes were all like nice. Yeah. I thought it. I thought they all yeah. looked nice. I thought they sounded they sounded amazing, really good. The voice clips were clear and easy to distinguish mm-hmm. who was talking. Like yep. you said, Krusty comes on the TV. You don't see him, but you hear, "Hey, hey, surviving kids!" Yep. And it was definitely Krusty. And the humor is all um, I thought really good, but also like dark. And yeah. I know Simpsons got dark, but I mean, it's like <laughs> the pig one. But was dark. The pig went super dark, mm-hmm. but I feel like it was just all dark. You know what I mean? And it yeah. was, so it almost felt like a treehouse of horror kind of it like very much did. Where it's like there's a lot of like very cynical humor, which I mean, again, I thought worked and I thought was really funny, but I was also just kind of surprised to see so much of it back to back to this, back. This game should have been branded as Treehouse tree of Horror. Horror. I mean, it would have made more sense. Yeah. Believe it, it really or not, would it would have made more fucking sense. Yeah. And they could have used that to call back to like Homer's time travel episode. Right. Stupid bug, you go uh-huh. squish now. You know, <laughs> all that stuff could have been worked in there and it would have at least felt more like a Simpsons. Mm-hmm. It's something they're trying to tie into what we know right. as opposed to what we're familiar with. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, for real. Treehouse of Horror would have been a much more appropriate game. And I think, honestly, it probably would have garnered a lot more attention. If let, Let's say it sold a million copies. It would have sold two if yeah. it was called Treehouse of Horror. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because that's a thing we all know for, you know, 38 years we've known what that is. Yeah. So, it's the vibe of this game. Yeah. I mean, outside of, like, a few of them, I, I'm... I guess maybe, especially like the Doomsday Warrior one, Bart as a dinosaur one, Bart as a pig one. Like those are all like, those feel like Treehouse of War. They absolutely do. I I attempted five of the six of these levels. Uh, Couldn't beat a single one. Did not have fun on any of them. As opposed to Bart's Nightmare, I could at least beat beat two of them and, and get far or... Any of the others. These I thought, I thought these were way harder. I never I didn't get to the tomato at the wrong level. I couldn't I got frustrated trying to get it to pop. So I just uh, fuck it. Well, while we're in mode seven, we uh-huh. might as well talk about the water slide, Mount Splashmore, and yeah. how 
again, I felt like it was a sloppy mess, just like the Mad Max episode or the you know Doomsday Bart. What if Turbo Tunnel was the first person and even faster? It was yeah, so it's like the hard Sonic to navigate. Special, it's like the Sonic Two bonus stage. Yeah, you're back behind mm-hmm. Sonic and Tails, and you're going to the half pipe. That's. I feel like that's just what they yeah. did. They were yeah. just like, oh yeah, that was. Let's do that. That thing that. The, the least the thing people like the least about Sonic Two, let's do that. And it, was, it was almost <laughs> impossible to see how to get like your increasing time right. or your popsicles. There's no indication as to which like fork in the road you, you should take. You, it's a fifty fifty shot, and if you get down the one where the big fat guy's stuck, which is Homer, which is Homer, <laughs> uh, you, it shits you back to right before the fork, and you got to go the other way, which causes you to lose time. Yep. Or you just choose one that just ends the level. Did that? I, that happened to me, where it's just like, really? okay, I'll go, I'll go right. Oh, it's just black. Okay. Oh, and it's done. Oh, yeah, I did you not just, really. Yeah, that one. That's yeah. great. Yeah, you could just choose. <laughs> you just choose randomly the game. It'd be like, okay, you chose wrong. Level's over. So best case scenario is you get that one where you don't have to play the level. <laughs> I mean. I counted it as a win because I was like, one thing that I do like about this game, and I know we're not to that point yet, but one thing I do like about this game is there's a practice mode. Yeah, you took one of my good things there. Sorry. No, it's a a requirement. I wanted to mention it because it is a requirement. And Tyler mentioned, you know, not being able to play all of them. And... um, yeah, I, I didn't fuck with practice mode at all. That's all it is. It just practice lets you just play lets the game. It doesn't uh, show uh, like dude, the cutscenes, okay. and if you beat it right. in practice, it doesn't give you the reward. It just lets you get familiar with how to play the game Makes in sense. the different modes, which I like. I like that, too. That's a big bonus. It's a huge bonus, and I think they did that because they knew how badly they broke Bart's, Bart's nightmare, nightmare, and they're like, yeah. okay, well, what can we do? I don't know, a practice mode, right. or maybe we could see what we're getting into. Right. So, but at the same time, if you think about it, practice mode in the terms of I, I hated this mini game. <laughs> right. So what? I got to go play through it again to actually get anything out of it. Like, yeah, I have to get game, good enough at it to play through it in the regular game. Anyone with half a brain is going to play through the practice mode and be like, like I was, and be like. Uh, no. No, I'm not even going to start the regular game because that's what I did. I just played practice mode. I tried every mode, hated most of them, and said I'm not even going to bother starting the game. Yeah. Because now there's consequences. I could lose. I could lose my progress, and I'm not going through that on top of everything else. Uh-huh. I, for the, <clears throat> Even on practice mode, I didn't get through a single game. Nope. I got like really, really, really like frustratingly close on one of them. Yeah, uh, but I didn't finish any of them. <clears throat> um, and the one that I almost completed is Class Picture Day. Me too. And that's my favorite one. Me too. Even though it's still bad. While we're in I mode like the seven, idea of yes. it. <laughs> Still. It looks like a creative thing to do for a mini game. Yeah, it's not terrible. I right. actually liked the concept. I liked Me the too. aiming system. I thought that was neat. Me too. But I wish you had more control over how, you, like, because okay, the way it works is kind of honestly, Bart's throwing tomatoes or eggs at his classmates on picture as day. they're crossing in front of the school. He's hiding behind a bush, right? And you're throwing tomatoes 
in the there's two parts to the stage, the tomatoes at first and then the eggs. Right. And there's an indicator on the ground that moves to the background, to the foreground. It's this horizontal line. It's imagine it like you're essentially on a power meter, like yeah. in a golf game. Yeah. <laughs> and wherever that wherever that lines up, when you hit the throw button, is where you're gonna throw the it's tomato distance. or the egg. It's the distance. And then you can control the direction of the thing you're throwing after you throw it. And I was only able to get it like extremely one direction or the other. Yeah, it's, like, it I was mean, it's, it was extremes. There's no finesse, and that's what I didn't like. That's yeah. where it was like, fuck, man. This was like almost like good. It was it was the one that kept me entertained the longest. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. But I do wish I wish that there was more finesse to left and right because and, a lot of it just boiled down to waiting. Yeah, where it's like, okay, I have to wait for this student to cross right in the center. Uh, in order to hit them. So, and the thing was too, that like you should only, I was watching this long play and I was sussing out how this worked. They were doing it. You, you could only, you have to hit all the kids, Mm -hmm. no adults. Right. And, uh, the kids, you don't hit them more than once. You, you've got to try to hit every kid that's going to be in the picture. And if you splat them all, and they all get splatted in the picture, then you move to the next level, which right. is the same thing, only with eggs on the playground and the the people you're throwing them at. Moving erratically. Move more erratically. <laughs> and if you had a stack of tomatoes, and it was indicated up in the upper left-hand corner as your, your plate of uh-huh. tomatoes, which were a real high stack. And what I found interesting was you would only lose tomatoes if you missed... Or if you hit an adult, it but if you hit, hit kids, a kid, it wouldn't take away from your stash. So I thought that was weird, but okay. Yeah, that is weird. Um, and if you didn't hit all the kids, you didn't finish. Right. And there's a timer. And there's a timer. And there's no way to get more time right. in these, like with the other, some of the others. You just have to, you have to practice and be good. In the last stage, I got all of the kids but one. God. Uh, and I was like, as it's showing, you know, because it shows it shows the class photo, right? And then it goes, blip, 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 and like puts Over the ones you hit. Right. right. Yeah. And it's like, it got all of them but one. And I'm like, that's probably good enough, right? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. All or nothing. Like, Are you kidding me? That didn't ruin picture day. No, publish it. We're good. <laughs> I'm so glad both of you guys say eggs. Yeah. So many people say eggs. Eggs. eggs it drives yeah. me fucking wild. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 a bit of a hick, but not that much of it. <laughs> eggs. Get some eggs. I still say eggs. <laughs> um moving on. Uh we've covered I thought the pig level was gonna be the worst after playing that. I was like, this I don't like this. This has gotta be the worst. And then I played the baby level. I was like, oh, okay. which one would you like to talk about first, <laughs> the baby level or the pig level? I'm fine with either. They're both bad. The baby level is you are baby Bart mm-hmm. from a far distance away. You can tell, and you are sw- you jump out your bedroom window, and it starts out where you're swinging on uh, tree branches mm-hmm. like Assassin's Creed style. Or, around and around and around until you launch off and grab another branch. If you touch the ground, you die. Yes. Well, you don't die. 
they make it. Bart says something when his head is under the ground. Oh and I, yeah, I and I noticed that. that. I was like, "Did they do that because you can't kill a baby in a video game?" Ah. <laughs> well, in any case, you do lose a life. <laughs> you lose a life. <laughs> you lose a life is what I was implying sure. there. Uh, if you touch any of the things, you you lose a life. Mm-hmm. At one point, after that. You got to walk on close lines, right? And then, That's as far as I got. And then you end up after that. Fuck! There's this, more. Oh, it's this so fucking long. thing is so oh my goddamn God. long, dude. I was getting frustrated, and I was watching, watching it, it. it on a long play. <laughs> the seals bouncing what? on the seals. So there's and then the like circus. You go through the circus. Oh. Where there's like you go swing up shit, go through these rings, land on these trampolines. Again, the earth is lava. Apparently, uh-huh. uh, it's the there and the part that the part that I coined the phrase that mad bastard was with the seals. There's this fence going behind a house, and there's seals with balls on their noses, and you classic. And they go mm-hmm. behind the fence and hide, and you have to time your jumps and land on the balls, which bounce you. But as you're bouncing, the seal is dropping, and if you fall, you, f- you lose a life. <laughs> and you got to time it. Just it is the most maddening fucking thing I have ever seen. It looks I, like... The- I can't imagine. I couldn't believe... That this guy completed this shit. The video also looked like he had to cheat to do it because some of those jumps like did not look like they'd be enough. We probably watched the same one. We probably watched the same one. It looked like he missed the ball and the seal. He died on the seal once. And again, it looked like he barely barely like, oh, you're gonna miss again. And then it like shunted a pixel. Because in the whole long Same for the trapeze. Like he's not gonna make that and then he just like Yeah. Over when it clearly missed. We watched the same one because in the same long play. He died two times in the entire game, which were the hardest parts of it. I mean, even with cheats, I, I feel like there's just no... This one was... The baby level was another example of you are not getting through this without taking damage. Oh, yeah, for sure. A lot of damage. Yeah. At one point, they have like these clowns standing up... More clowns, by the way. <laughs> st- standing on little poles that you're swinging up in the circus, juggling fucking bowling pins. And there's like two of them right next to one another, and there's no way to get around them without getting hit. Mm-hmm. So if your health is low uh-huh. at that point, you're, you're fucking done. Yeah. You cannot progress. And it, it's... The thing that I will say as one of my overall bad things was the fucking platforming levels of this fucking game were insanely long. Yeah. Way, 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 way too fucking long. And like the the dinosaur one, which we'll get to in a minute, uh-huh. that one never fucking se- I didn't think it was ever Shit. going to stop. I thought I got close to the end, but there's no way I did. From, from the way <laughs> you're talking, there's I no promise, way I did. I promise you didn't. <laughs> And I just don't. It, this is one of those games. Were you dodging like, burps in the dark? Nope. Yeah, because there's a whole segment where you do something like that. Nope. <laughs> and it's not just. Awful. <laughs> it's not just dark. It's black. Uh-huh. You can't see. Fuck all. And when you do finally get up to the point where you can see fuck all, oh, the air is radioactive, and you just <laughs> die if you don't hurry the fuck up and get out of there. Shit. It's awful. Shit. I mean. It is one of, the, and again, 
I'm this mad having watched Watched someone Uh else do it. Uh huh. I wouldn't, I didn't, I didn't get close to the first part, into the first part of that dinosaur level and, or the baby level. I didn't even make it to the clotheslines in the baby level. I kept missing my platforms because it was oh, yeah, never the squirrels clear. squirrels fucking everywhere. It, was, it that- was never clear where you could exactly land, and the, the actual solution to the problem took you way up here. Right. And- well, that very beginning part of the baby Bart level reminded me of the I Can't Wait to Be King from Lion King. 100%. Where you're like the giraffe baby tails Simba, and, and you're like yep. swinging off the giraffe tails yeah. and like... It reminded me of that, which is, that's like notoriously difficult. And then you like, and that game controls pretty well. Mm-hmm. Like especially compared mm-hmm. to virtual bar, they do that like, a lot in Lego games. Shit. Lego games have a lot of that where you're swinging yeah. around a thing and you've got to time it to swing, and that controls well. And it's hard, but it's doable. This, this is horseshit. Yeah, as shitty this as was, the baby level was, at least there wasn't like a boss. Right. But the fucking pig level on the, the other pig hand, level though, has a boss. It has the stupidest the fucking boss fight. Like I watched it, I was like, what the fuck is going on? It because, didn't make any fucking sense. Because you go through the whole pig level. Which in and of itself is fucking impossible. Dude, the fucking pig level pissed me the where the pig level lost me was I got to find colored keys. Yep. That was like, fuck, no. I don't like this kind of gameplay. <laughs> if you play Doom, it's a little like that. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It, it felt less like Doom. I get the color keys for sure. But like, it felt more like a really shitty Metroidvania. It did. Because it's like, All it's a maze. Doors, yeah. There's so many doors. You got to memorize, okay, I go in this door, it most, leads here. Most of the floors are moving. Right. Most of the, most of the time, you got to jump up blocks that recede and uh-huh. come out of the wall. Most of it is blind leaps of faith yep. that you just hope you're not going to jump to your the, death or back to the fucking beginning of that part. Oh my god, it was just horrible. The frozen yeah. pig section is so I'm sorry, long. I didn't make it there. Oh my so god! At this one point, it's it's like Clown. a it's like a mini <laughs> it's like a mini boss, and you go into the Jesus. you go into this room where they are this machine a pig goes is on a hook uh-huh. and goes into a machine and gets frozen into a block of ice and it drops down and you have to push the block of ice past this clown dude who's shooting an ice gun and it lands on a platform and then you jump onto a button which then shoots the block of ice up into a hook that's crossing above it. Uh-huh. So you got to time it for the hook. And then it goes into the machine, and you, like you have to do that like five or six times. Yeah, it's like way that too long. It sounds like the first boss in Earthworm Jim. <laughs> a little ju- bit. New, uh, new Junk Town or whatever. But you're going to get hit like the guy's just walking back and forth with his ice gun, uh-huh. and it's just, it takes... It takes forever. And the biggest chunk of the playthrough was that section. Yeah, it really was. It took forever because you can't walk I couldn't past I couldn't fucking get the there. ice pig block. You have to go over it. And if the guy is over here, he gets you. But it's also in front of like a platform that if you jump, you land on. So you've got to go over and up and around and down and oh walk God. past the thing to get to the block <laughs> oh, to be awful. able to push it. 
it's the worst shit ever. But then, as if that wasn't bad enough, you make it to the boss level. In the boss level, there are it is in an office, the office, corporate office, the corporate office, and there are three like lawyer types Uh in there, and they are basically they just run at you and then get up on a desk and then they flip down from the desk and run at you. And meanwhile, in the background is a big fat lawyer who's jumping up and down, knocking books off the shelf and you have to maneuver them maneuver them to get hit by the books as they fall. Gotcha. Okay. It, it that did. I like was an interesting mechanic. I was watching it though. If you have a bunch of health, it didn't make any sense at first. It yeah, took me probably, forever to I understand what known, was happening. Had I actually gotten there, I would have had no clue what I was doing. Like you can't normally. Normally, the pig you can jump on the enemies, right? Except Not, for the clown, clown with the ice. Right. Yeah, the pig kind of like works him. like Scrooge McDuck from Ducktales a little yeah. bit with his like pogo. Yeah. yeah. Which, which again, you don't. It's inconsistent because you can do it as the dinosaur on the rocks. And you can do it on these clowns, but then if it's a boss, you you just can't jump on. You just can't. Except right. the final one, the final boss, the final lawyer, the third lawyer, the one that was jumping up and down. Please don't tell me you have to jump on. You can hit. You don't have <laughs> okay. to, but you can hit him on the head. It's hard to do, but he yeah, he's still that. stomping and knocking books off. <laughs> so it's, you have to wait and get him close enough so that then he stomps and a book falls on him. And after three, four books fall on him, he dies, and then you. Free the pigs, and you get carried off into a rainbow by the pigs who are you're their hero now. Real bad. No, enough. Like what I'm learning from this is like I didn't scratch the surface on like any. Some of these levels are absurdly long, and I feel like I did. Like I feel like I played them for a while. They're so long that you you would think that you would think if you made it, but you probably only made it a third to a half of the way through each one of these platforming levels. They were, God. The The dinosaur Bart, baby Bart, and the pig escape, way too long, and the others were very short. And then... Like, do do your level design a little bit better. Even it out. Dinosaur, the dinosaur level was much the same kind of thing. You know, it was probably the easiest to control, Mm -hmm. but... You got a tail whip, you know, that was easy, and a jump, so you at least had two different options. But if you got in range of Lisa's bow and arrow, you are fucked. Yeah. I mean, each arrow took a huge chunk out of your health bar. Yeah. And Maggie's pacifiers that she spits at you. And it's like, Jesus. I got killed by I got killed by Lisa almost every time I encountered her. And it drove me to the point of I don't want to play this anymore. I ran from as many of the enemies as I possibly could yeah. in Dinosaur Bars. Like, there are some where you can't avoid, I felt like. Yeah. Or if there's a way to avoid them, I didn't know how to do it. Like, at the end of the, I guess, the first section, Barney's blocking the exit, burping. Yeah. I don't know how to get by him. You without, hit him with your fucking tail. Him. Right. That's it. But if I could have avoided him, I, I would have. Right, yeah. right. Um, and it just goes on and on. I mentioned the cave. It gets super dark. It's radioactive, and you die unless you get out fast enough. There's, of the course, the ever-present ticking clock, which is driving you crazy. Mm. You can pick up popsicles for health. A lot of platforms fall out from under you. Sometimes you just have to keep moving or else you... F- the good news is the platforms almost instantly regenerate, so you can yeah, get back but up. You have, but what I found is... You have like, to get them off the screen. You have to go off screen, yeah. which really sucks. Like There was a segment I was trying to do where you're like platforming vertically up through like 
a lava tunnel. Yeah. And these boulders are rolling down. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, you what have like no room. What would happen is, as, yeah, you've got no room. So I'd get hit by the boulder and I would get knocked down to a part where it's like, oh, the platforms crumbled beneath me. I don't have the platforms anymore. Oh, I guess I have to like reset this whole tunnel by moving over one screen to the left and, and then coming mm-hmm. back. And it's like, okay, I'm starting from square one. Yeah. Ugh. And a lot of that level was that way. There was one thing I didn't realize there was a, you can get a screen clear. Yeah. I read about that. You can, like there's a roar or there's something. There's a roar. But I never, and I, it, there's a one point where I don't see how you survive without it because there is a Marge, a Homer, a Maggie, and a Lisa all attacking you on the same screen. Jesus Christ. I don't see a way to survive without it. In the course of the long play we were watching, uh, this one was by Nintendo Complete on YouTube, by the way. I wanted to credit that. Um, He used it there, and it's an insta-clear. So... It, but they don't give you any indication. I don't know how he got it. I don't know if it's something he just picked up along the way that he stored up. There was no indicator because he used it again shortly after. But there was no indicator to say how many he had left or any of that shit. So I don't know. It was weird. But the final boss of that level was pretty. It was an interesting concept. You're on. You you end up jumping on these all these moving platforms across all this lava and stuff. And you end up on one final moving platform that back that goes back and forth between two stone pillars. One has Mo, I think, on it, and the other has Homer, and they're throwing shit at you. And then you got to tail whip the pillar and knock it down about five times on each side, and then you can attack them. And I thought that was a neat mechanic. Yeah. But getting to that point would be almost impossible for a casual gamer or for someone who wasn't making a fucking career out of it. Someone who's just a Simpsons fan. Uh-huh. Yeah. You re- this, I am a Simpsons fan. That almost... I, I mean, I'll have to watch that long play because that almost sounds like a Sonic uh, Robotnik fight. Mm. It with the two pillars. might and, be. Yeah, it's, it could be very derivative of that. Um, I don't yeah, know. I'll, I'll check it out. Um, I will say... Um, though, so I picked on a few good and bad from each one of the mini games. Uh-huh. I did have a couple of overall good and bads. Uh, well, I thought it sucked that like when you got extra lives in one of the mini games, they did not carry over to the other games. You would be back to your lives. Oh, I didn't notice that because I spent most of my time on practice. Yeah, you would go back to your lives count that you have when you're in the wheel which, you know, um, one of the things on the wheel would spin around, and if it was a skull and crossbones, you're dead. You lose, lose a life, life just for fucking existing. You could also gain one, though, You could I also think. gain a life. That's true. But, but still, I think they needed to just leave that out. Totally. There's no, no reason for it. Any of these, like, <laughs> oh, you lost a life due to chance. That shit sucks. Like, the Mount Splashmore, mm. that was really... I mean, I, I was playing in practice mode, so it wasn't the end of the world. But like, if it's I were pure luck. if I were playing the game proper, and it's like that happened, and it was like, oh, that was my last life. Oh, I just lost it by pure luck, like you said. Yeah. And the, on the Nintendo Complete playthrough, at one point, he had gained like I think it was on the dinosaur level. He had picked up eight extra lives. And then when he went back after he beat the level and went back to the spinning wheel, he was down to three again. So. That was bullshit 
because you need all the lives you can get in this game. Sure. Um, and then I mentioned the couch gag that Tyler brought yeah, up. One of the good things that, that you guys have. Funny. Uh, that was a good thing for me. The practice mode was a good thing. And then I, I've already touched on my good overall things. I like the sound clips. You could tell they were using the real voices of the real characters. Right. They were clear and concise. You could make out what they were saying most of the time. Uh, so that was my that was my good. That's all the good I had. I've already touched on all the good <laughs> yeah. stuff. I mean, yeah. the the fact that there's no hub world. Uh, I like the minigame intros. I like all the cutscenes. I thought those were nice. Um, that the game felt like a Treehouse of Horror episode. Um, and also, there's one thing that I haven't mentioned yet. Uh, in the Bart Pig minigame. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get turned I know what you're gonna say. into ham during that level, if you lose, um, man, you get greeted by like one of the most like, fucked up cutscenes that I've ever seen in a Super Nintendo game. Uh, the screen goes black and then fades into Homer in the kitchen <clears throat> eating corn dogs out of a box, and he pulls a corn dog out, eats it. Pulls another one out, eats it. Pulls the third one out, and it's shaped like Bart's head. <laughs> and Homer freaks out, and, and then and eat it. <laughs> eats it. <Yeah. laughs> when you when you're a pig and you get stuck in the the ham machine, <laughs> the little tin that you come out of as the as has little ears and little eyes on it. Uh-huh. And I thought that was funny. Yeah. It's fucked up. That that whole like I thought that whole the first time I played that pig level, it was like this is fucked up. Mm-hmm. This is a meat process. Like this yeah, is like it's a, bad. this is some dark fucking shit <laughs> it's a right slaughterhouse. here. Yeah. Cause yeah, you're in there with like the pigs who are like trapped in like cells and then they're also like hanging from hooks mm-hmm. and like in nets and shit. And I'm like frozen solid. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is more grim than a fucking <laughs> Mortal Kombat game. It really Because that's like weirdly more cartoony than this Simpsons like I, meat pack. It was plan. way worse than the it's mouse like traps. Oswald's the, clean filth. It's way worse <laughs> than the uh, mouse traps in Krusty's. Way worse, and it's like I, and the pigs I, they were scared. They were uh, like funnels of spraying blood away from having the fucking trifecta of what the fuck uh-huh. in that level. I think that would have. Yeah, you're right. I I'll, mean, it, there was no blood in no, it, no. but I'm shocked that they didn't just have it fucking. Pooled up on the floor and right. well, people walking around with clothespins on their nose because it <laughs> smells so rotten and awful. I don't. It was some. It was like this. It was like Saw. It reminded me of the movie Saw in that way. There's a whole part in one of the sequels where their dead pigs are being dropped off of hooks into a vat and getting ground into a paste and about to drown a guy. Like one of the grossest things ever. <laughs> It's almost more uncomfortable that there's not like blood and stuff. You know what I mean? Because that would almost like weirdly relieve the tension. Yeah, I get it. It it reminded me of the Patton Oswalt bit where he's talking about like how it's weirder to say like, I'm going to put my goof juice in your hoo-ha. I'm going to fill your (laughs) hoo-ha with goof juice. Yeah, it's like that where it's like, (laughs) fuck, man, if it were just like, 
more real. I think it would be like less. Yeah, disturbing. at least then we weren't trying. We aren't trying to sugarcoat it. Right, right. right. And like also, it seemed I like it's, it's not what it is. I thought it's hilarious because it's like this is like aside from it being like dark, but it's like okay, so. In order to work at the meat packing packing plant, do you have to be a clown? Apparently, or is, it, is it just it's like it's your uniform? It's Krusty's <laughs> idea friends. of an employee right. uniform. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> With makeup and everything, right. it's yeah, not just a thing. clown it's, suit. You got to have the pigs full can smell blood, on. but can't see clowns. So, you're fine. <laughs> so they're easier to shock with your shock poles. <laughs> yep. Well, how many how many bad things? What do we want to yeah, say? Bad I've things? covered all of them. I think uh, this is a, a graphical downgrade from Bart's nightmare. Really? I thought it was some, an some of the cutscenes. I think are fine. I think the sound yeah. effects are better, but the actual playing graphics, I didn't think were really. Good. I I mean, I think that might come down to taste because really, I feel like there's a difference for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think in Bart's nightmare, that felt more like an NES game on Super Nintendo hardware to me. And then Virtual Bart felt more like, oh, okay, we're actually gonna like try to make a game that's more to the Super Nintendo, like the Super agree. Nintendo strengths. And they definitely it was more playable. Well, and they and they definitely. utilized Mode Seven a shitload. Like, uh, like in three of said. the six mini games, they were Mode yeah. Seven. Yeah. And it's so I don't know. I think it comes down to because like honestly, like I almost said on our Bart's Nightmare episode that like this motherfucker looks like. Bart versus the world. Like, I mean, it looks like they took the sprites from the NES games and they were like, okay, yeah. well, let's just redraw them for the Super Nintendo, you know? Which that's not to say it's a bad thing. It's just, it felt these two, yeah, feel very different graphically. I do, I agree with what Tyler said in that I do think, despite how much I hated this game, that it was an improvement on Bart's Nightmare in a lot of ways. It well, made, yeah, it made so. more sense, it was easier to play. It yeah. was easier to understand what your goals were in mo- like as a pu- like in the Bartzilla where you just yeah. what the fuck am I know. supposed to even do? This is a way better here. game. Than yeah. it, it's like, definitely be- way it's better. It's still a bad game, but it's way yeah. like Bart it put in perspective how bad Bart's Nightmare exactly. is. Exactly. Exactly. Bart's Nightmare is yeah, it's not very playable, it's not very approachable. They fixed it with this one. They There's did at a, least uh, make a it a cornucopia of other issues. Yeah, but. they just created a whole nother set of problems. <laughs> yeah. But while somehow improving on the original. Would you say product. it has a plethora of problems? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what a plethora <laughs> is? <laughs> See. Uh buy rent or birthday. Uh I would have rented it, taken it back disappointed this would have been a good rental i feel like it's a fine rental. like with practice mode it's kind of one of those where it's like okay i can play all these mini games and i'm definitely never gonna buy this and also like i remember being a kid and like the way i pitched renting games was oh i get to mom i get to test these games and see if they're good or bad and if they're bad i won't buy them and if they're bad we save you money that's right. You know, <laughs> it's a win-win, right? I get to play games. You save money. Um, but yeah, I, I would have rented it and played through all the mini games, and then been like, uh, I don't think so. Yep. Uh, you want to see what Flopsy has to say about it? I do. Um, what do you guys think Flopsy has to say? What's the star rating? What's the availability? The rarity? Uncommon. 
three stars. Where I've seen Bart's Nightmare, and that was uh-huh. common. I've never seen this game in the wild. I did not even know about it. So I'll also say uncommon. But I think Bart's Nightmare was, was that one and a half or two stars? I think they gave it two. 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 I'll give two and a half stars then. I think they gave it three. I think I'm going with three. I also, man, I didn't see this in the wild either, but I remember seeing it advertised. Mm. Um, I remember seeing the art of of Bart <laughs> with the with oh the, the Bart art the Bart art. Oh, I remember yeah. seeing the Bart art <laughs> with a virtual headset. I think it's as three common is my guess. Three common, okay. Well, according to the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Monster Mold Mike and a Shadowy Benefactor. Virtual Bart. Availability uncommon. Ding. Two and a half stars. Okay. Hey, all right. So there you go, all Tyler. Right. You think that's fair? Yeah. Uh, given that it is such I'd probably say two stars, two, two stars. and a half stars. Yeah. But given so. that it is such a significant improvement over Bart's Nightmare, I'd say on the flopsy scale of things, sure, it's yeah. fair. Flopsy scare, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's 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 about what I expected. What do you think you guys would pay for this game if you were to buy it loose? Thirty-eight dollars. Thirty-eight bucks. Twenty-five. Twenty-five bucks. Actual retail value of Virtual Bart for the Super Nintendo loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording, is thirty-two dollars sixty-seven cents. Man, about the average. I think of y'all. Missed it by that much. Is it worth it? No. No. I don't believe so. I won't be buying this immediately after recording like I do sometimes as a goof. What would you give for it? Five bucks? Ten. Ten. You guys have any achievements? Yeah, I have a few. What you got? My first achievement is. He'd have to be a hell of a lot more charming than that Arnold from Green Acres. <laughs> and to get, he'd have to be a hell of a lot more charming than that Arnold from Green Acres. Uh, free all the pigs and complete the pig factory level without dying. Oof. Wow. Oof. It's possible. I seen it. I seen it. Pig's a filthy animal. Pig's a filthy animal. <laughs> Bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. Uh, my next achievement is you will ride eternal, shiny and chrome. Man, I almost did one like that. <laughs> and to get you will ride eternal, shiny and chrome, uh, beat the Mad Max nice. level without dying. And Witness then me. my last achievement is my name is Otto, and I like to get Blotto. <laughs> which is exactly the same as the achievement I had for Bart's Nightmare. <laughs> Where you repeatedly get hit by Otto uh, in the bus on the Mad Max level. Because that happened to me a lot. <laughs> Again. That's all I got. Uh, I've only got two. <coughs> I've got futures made of virtual insanity. <laughs> in order to unlock that, you uh, roll credits on virtual Bart because that's fucking insane. <laughs> I again have to tell our listeners take 38 minutes of your life go on YouTube and watch the uh, Virtual Bart long play by Nintendo Complete and just 
you will say at some point that mad bastard. <laughs> Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, my next achievement is uh, spare no expense. In order to unlock spare no expense, buy a sealed, complete, and box copy of Virtual Bart only to play the Dino Bart mini game. Mm. Mm-hmm. What a what a terrible idea. <laughs> I've got three. First one is Porksicle. You unlock that when you die from the frost gun clown. Good one. Because every time he hits you, you turn blue and you ice over. And it takes a while for him to kill you. Yeah, because yeah, that gun a doesn't sliver. do a lot of damage. At least they balance it out with that level being so fucking long that he just does a little bit of damage. Yeah. Ice to meet you. Ice to meet you. <laughs> uh, second one is lawn darts. You unlock that by dying without leaving the starting yard in the mm. Bart's baby level. Gotcha. That so I unlocked that yourself one for into sure. the, Got into it. Like several times. That's awesome. Lawn darts. And then road gash. <laughs> die. <laughs> die three times in the post-apocalyptic Mad Max level. Awesome. Several very good achievements tonight, fellas. Good job. Tyler? Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard, sums up mm. how you feel about it. What kind of beard would you give it? Did you hear about that lady whose face got ripped off by her monkey? Yeah, I've actually heard several accounts similar to that. Yeah. A guy had his balls ripped off. I hope that didn't take your glasses. Oh, that one too. <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a whole scene in the movie Nope uh, where people die by chimp. Ugh. Well, yeah, where it rips your, rips your face off just barely hanging on by the chin. That beard. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. <Man. clears throat> Tyler, yes, Dave. If you would give this game a pair of glasses, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sums up how you feel about it. What kind of glasses would you give it? Glasses that would be a virtual boy, Nintendo's failed virtual goggles that have been sewn onto your face, <laughs> Hellraiser style. <Nice. laughs> That you cannot escape or take them off. Shit, why did I pick up this Rubik's Cube? (laughs) (laughs) Nice, I love it. So, next episode, the Itchy and Scratchy game. Might as well get it done. Itchy and Scratchy. The last Simpsons Super Nintendo game for us to cover. Man. Good. (laughs) Couldn't be bad, right? No, <laughs> the one that I definitely didn't know existed <laughs> right. or have ever seen yeah. or know anything about whatsoever. Uh huh. I remain hopeful. Whew. I admire your cautiously outlook. optimistic. Yeah, I gotta get they. I feel like they got it right with Krusty. I didn't hate the game. I liked it. Now, where would this fall on your list? Bottom 100, top 100. I think like- it's in the same area as Bart's Nightmare, just a little higher. I put it in the bottom two-thirds, bottom 200. Yeah. This one would be bottom 250, probably. Yeah. Fair. That sounds right to me. It's definitely better than Bart's Nightmare, in my opinion, but yeah. also not a good game. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Oh, shit. What else do we do now? I don't even know. Patreon? We could talk about Patreon just for our, a minute. Our theme song being moved by Sycamore Drive. Well, I cover that in the little little pre-recorded right, there thing. There we go. Okay. But you could say it if you want. Yeah, there you go. That's fine. You could say That's whatever fine. you want. No. No. <laughs> I'm, it's over. I wasn't ever trying to take it away from you. <laughs> I've said to, it I was trying a lot. to help. It's okay. I don't say it anymore. 
I've said it 700 times. <laughs> 735 times, actually. It's a long time to say a thing. I've only, I've only say been, the line, Tyler. <laughs> I've only been doing the post-closer for like four episodes, so <laughs> there you have it. Uh Patreon is a thing. We like to take money when it's given to us. And if you'd like to be one of the people that gives us money, you can go to patreon.com slash tadpog or pisstasters.com. Taste the piss. And uh, donate. You can have access to our bonus content, of which there is a good amount of stuff there, and we're hoping to add more and the near future and some other things we've got planned. I promise we're doing some stuff, working on it in the background. Uh, but we do have uh, our list of executive producers. These are the fine folks who donate $20 or more per month to the show. And I'd like to read those names right now, starting with Usurper Grimm, Cousin David Galino, Plinko Nick Price, Cubicle Monkey, Cthusius Jeff Miners, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Joseph Phillips, Gamebug Prime Nathan Eaton, Matt Gentile, a.k.a. Gentle G, Louisville Correspondent, Princess Consuela Banana Hammock, Flavor Trick, Taryn Dahl, congratulations on your marriage, Pinball, Airplane, Archmage, Chris Edler, we're sorry you couldn't be on this episode, Platinum Member Brett Miller, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins, Nate from Utah, First Time Caller, Drink Smith, Joey Webster, Derek Pope Sandwich, and Cody Phillips. Thank you all so much for your generosity. Hell it yeah. Mean, hell yeah. Hell yeah. It means a lot. A lot of names on there. You've read a lot of times. I have. It means and I'm, a lot. It means a lot that I've read those yep. that list of names, sometimes more, sometimes less. It happens. We get it. But mm -hmm. it's always nice to know that it takes a couple minutes to yep. get through. A lot of familiar names that, on that, that list. That means a lot to it's us, a really. Deal. So thank you guys so much. Um, and uh, additional thanks to our stalwart Mr. Puzzles, Backlog Banisher, Dane, for putting our episodes on YouTube every week. Uh, thanks for doing that. That's Hell really yeah. cool. Hell yeah. And then uh, I think that's all I got. Now the Nightmare has a new album out, our very own Dalton. Oh, okay. Yep. And then I've also been enjoying his uh, his short little covers he's doing on TikTok. So I just want to mention yeah, that. I've Sweet. seen those too. Yeah, those are great. Got something you want us to plug? Let us know. I want to plug. I bet you do. <laughs> yeah, let's see the way you've been looking at me. Yeah. Let us know. We'll Talking plug about it. Pigs and ham. Pigs. And all. <laughs> mm. I'm all worked up. <laughs> Nitrates. Oh, salt. <laughs> oh, processed <laughs> meat. Uh, how you guys want to close this out? As pig bark. Okay. So until next time. I went the squealing route. <laughs> you did. I bet the waveform shows it too. It does. Yeah. <laughs> scared me a little. Good. I peed some. It's Simpsons month. You have to be scared. <laughs> it's the rules. My underwear are the color of Bart. <laughs> <laughs>
888-525-2555 and leave us a voicemail. We'll even play it on the show and respond eventually. Want to send us something? You can do that at Tadpog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, P.O. Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky 42002. Sick of us doing all the talking? You can join in on the conversation by visiting our Discord at bit.ly slash tadpogdiscord or tastethepiss.com. Not many things are truly free these days, but our Discord is, and we'd love to see you there. Our theme song is Moves by Sycamore Drive, and a link to that track can be found at the show notes at tadpog.com. Thanks for listening, and if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe to our show on your favorite podcasting platform. We'd really appreciate it. God, I'm so fucking bloated. I ate McDonald's for Starch dinner. Period. I did. And I left my mite all at home. Uh-oh. I ate McDonald's for dinner, and then for some reason, I decided after eating this meal that I would have a chocolate shake. Yeah. And now I feel like a gross sack of goo. Corn syrup. Corn syrup. <laughs> I think I might get some McDonald's. Partially gelatinated frozen <laughs> Ice cream beverage, whatever the fuck that was. Dennis was telling me about these new sauces they got. And At McDonald's? Yeah. Oh. So I think I might get some. I was thinking about getting some nuggets, some nuggies on the way here, but then I was like, that'd be pretty shitty of me to like go a really long time of like not eating McDonald's and then like getting it by myself as opposed to like Henry's so like. He wants some fucking Mickey D's. He's so over, like, eating at home. Yeah. Like, so much so that, like, you know how, like, in grade school, you fill out these, like, surveys and stuff about, like, who I am and what like, my favorite color is and, uh-huh. like, da-da-da-da-da. One of them was, uh, man, something about tell us about home or what's your home like. And his response was, we used to eat out a lot. Now we don't. We eat at home, and I miss it. <laughs> <laughs> I eat out too much. I need to get. We, dude, we were eating out every fucking day, man. I mean, it's like almost like that for us. And I've not, I've kind of fallen off the wagon of being good about not eating a bunch of crap. And I've got to get myself back in that mindset because I was doing real good there for a while. And then I said fuck it once, and it was just too easy to say fuck it. Several times later, I'm worried about like saying fuck it. Like I really have to think about it. Like with these nuggets, I'm like, well, what's a few nuggets? What harm could that do? Yeah, I don't know. I think I've had enough McDonald's chocolate milkshakes for a while, though. I mean, I'm literally like, I feel like I'm about to vomit all over my computer. (laughs) Oh, that shit makes me instantly sick. (laughs) It's it's not that I even feel sick. I just feel like there's too much in my belly. (laughs) (laughs) It's not not moving. I need it to move down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What I'm worried about is like going to, because my dad's also. I should probably drink a little water. (laughs) Hang on. Go ahead. My dad's doing a diet and uh, he had a craving for like a Big Mac and fries, and he went and he got it, and it wasn't good. I feel like that's the gamble you always oh. take with McDonald's is like there's a chance I, I, there's a chance the fries are going to be like not the best, or you know, and it sucks when it's like I'm going to do it once. When you're going a lot, it's it not to, a big deal because big it's deal. like because I used to get it every day. Oh, well, every, try again yeah. tomorrow, Thursday, right? <laughs> you know, I used to get it every Thursday coming, and if I got a bad batch of fries, it's like, eh. 
Next Thursday. I, I went to the McDonald's. I went to McDonald's. I went in. Before I came here, I just stopped in and ate inside the restaurant. Wow. And I find that to be nice sometimes because yeah. they're always empty. And I feel really? like you know, it, I there's never know. anyone in there. I have been inside there. one in a long time. Exactly. <laughs> Most people haven't. It's a really nice, it's actually really nice, but tonight it was on point. Like, the meal took a little longer to, to get to me. Yeah. Like, I was like, maybe they forgot. Because, you know, usually it's McDonald's are pretty quick. The guy, first of all, they do table service now. They do so table like you, you service? You order and they bring it to you. At McDonald's? At your table, at McDonald's, at least at this one. When is the last time I've been inside a McDonald's? <laughs> no, it's crazy. It was like going It was like going into McDonald's for the first time. Yeah, it's you know, like they Back have to the, the Future or something. They have the big panels that you order from, right, the, screens, the screens, and yeah. that's neat. But and then you take a number and they bring the food to your table. The fries were fresh, mm. hot. The burger was fresh and hot. Everything was just on have point. Have all the fixings. Have all the fixings. <laughs> it was so good. And I was like, I think I'd like to have a milkshake. They earned themselves an upsell. They earned themselves an upsell. Yeah. And then I drank it all on the way here, which isn't far. <laughs> <laughs> part, part of it is what the milkshake is made of. The other part is how fast I drank it because <laughs> it was really good. And I gulped it down. And then I'm like, yeah. My belly. I ate it too much. Pie. I ate it too much. 